Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It was in the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other side. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Figured it out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man's a Garcia. (laughs) Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM, 104.1 Washington. We are on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. You can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube and be a part of today's program. We'll be interacting with you on YouTube. Subscribe to Pirate Radio TV. Give us a like and do the same on Facebook. Make sure you're following us because we will have all the latest news and notes going on in the Pirate Nation and also our post-game and pre-game interviews with Mike Schwartz. And pretty soon, uh, Clark LeClaire Stadium will be out there covering some Pirate Baseball. Great to get the Delcor Players Lounge going yesterday. And we uh, had a chance to catch up with some Pirate pitchers. Carter Spivey, Garrett Saylor, and Josh Groves. Enjoyed that. We'll talk to some Pirate hitters coming up next Monday. Josh Moylan, Lane Hoover, and Jacob Jenkins-Coward. So the Delcor Players Lounge is back and uh we got we had all those interviews yesterday if you missed it you can check it out at any time or you can check it out at six o'clock today we'll run a pirate radio podcast here on pirate radio featuring all of those interviews uh coming up on today's program we'll hear what mike schwartz had to say pirates coming off their worst home performance of the season and the loss to wichita state they'll have to regroup quickly as they get ready for usf coming up on wednesday on the road we'll hear what mike schwartz had to say before the team left town mike mullis will join us coming up at four o'clock mully has an idea on how to fix baseball it's a uh, pretty radical idea but uh, we'll let him discuss that and, and get your take on it and at five o'clock bryce williams is going to join us in the pirate radio studios we'll talk some nfl and more with bryce williams shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt is here to my left jonathan ellery to kick off today's edition of pirate radio live hello ellery what a cliffhanger what a cliffhanger hello Hello. Boy, things did. Did you come in here and switch all the mics uh what happened i came in here between last night and today i came in here and recorded a video with some wonderful ecu students who are doing something awesome this sunday and uh, maybe some of the stuff got switched around. Okay. All right. Just the trying to get my bearings switcheroo. here. Yeah. Uh, but I think we got things figured out. See, while moment. Mike Mullis is fixing baseball, you can be fixing the Pirate Radio studio clip, Brock. <sighs> I will do that. I will do that. We're good to go. We're rolling. We're uh, rolling, cooking with grease here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have LRB a, um, a topic for today. Last week, uh, we got into the nice guys in sports. Nice guys that are winners in sports. Uh, today, I have a new topic for us uh, to discuss. We'll do that in a moment. But uh, we do have some news and notes. East Carolina uh, getting a financial gift 
today. Yes. Which is always good. The Menjis family stepping up again. I mean, just uh, one of those outstanding Eastern North Carolina families. Uh, of course, a great sponsor here at Pirate Radio, the Pepsi Menjis Bottling Group. I do my part of drinking a lot of Diet Mountain Dew. So, I'm a uh, Pepsi guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't, I mean, Eastern North Carolina, man, how can you not love some Pepsi and, and Mountain Dew? But certainly a leadership gift by uh, Jeff, Landon, and Miles. Certainly great for their family to uh, step up again and uh, certainly appreciate all they've done for East Carolina Athletics. And uh, seems like a lot of people getting on board with this. Uh, Cliff Godwin mentioned at the East Carolina Baseball Banquet that he's well over halfway for uh, his goal for all the renovations and stuff he wants to do. So lots of good times in uh, Pirate Nation right now. GIF was presented by Jeff Menjis, Miles Menjis, Landon Menjis, and uh, it is a leadership gift to the Pirates Unite campaign. Uh, the amount undisclosed, I believe, but a significant amount, I am sure. Yeah, I mean, should we speculate? So, what, what, one dollar, Bob. One dollar. I'm gonna go higher. You're gonna go higher. Yeah. Over under. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but that was uh, announced earlier today. So uh, some positive East Carolina news there. And uh, now you've got so many, I don't know, different pots, Ellerby, when it comes to the Pirates Unite campaign, the Pirate Club itself, NIL. uh, And it's almost like you have to kind of pick and choose what's most important right now, uh, I guess, in each person's opinion on what would lead to more success athletically or or uh, I don't know, whatever your interests are when it comes to donating money. Well, I think it depends on where you are financially in life, First too. of all, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I mean, you know, are you able to buy just season tickets and attend East Carolina football, basketball, or baseball games? Then that's awesome. Are you able just to attend occasional games and support East Carolina? You know, are you just able to listen to Pirate Radio and support East Carolina? I, I mean, or are you financially well off in your business or your family or you know, wherever, and you're able to make a uh, big lead gift or, or do whatever, then then that's great. We're able to, you know, sponsor some athletes to come on Pirate Radio on Mondays to be in the Delcor Players Lounge. So uh, there's a lot of different ways to, to uh, help support East Carolina. And uh, certainly, you know, I think in today's world, I mean, East Carolina's got to come up with, you know, they've got this campaign uh, that, you know, that you can go to the ECU Park Club or you can call over there. They can give you more details of exactly their vision of all their needs, the indoor football practice facility, the new locker room for, for, for basketball. I mean, I think Menji's is, is, is so far outdated. And so, I mean, there was a tweet on Sunday that they said they can't even turn the lights off for introductions anymore because they're scared they may not come back on yeah uh i thought maybe having the lights on in Benji's during basketball has been the problem all along hey <laughs> so but uh but we'll see so there's a lot of different ways to to get out and then the nil thing's a whole nother you know it, it seems to me the nil the way it's got to be set up the way it appears to be going good at other universities which you know you just look at alabama and texas of what they're doing and clemson or whoever that's uh, the big boys and they're basically coming up with a payroll they're paying their football players like their coach dabo sweeney can go out and say hey clip brock doesn't matter if you're a wide receiver offensive lineman or what we're going to give you a flat fee of fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars a year at nil compensation when you come to play football at clemson and that's a great 
weapon for Dabo to have in his tool belt. And, uh, you know, at East Carolina, if that's 5000 or 10000 or whatever that number is, it seems like East Carolina needs to get a collective amount of money that they can have for football, basketball, baseball, how much ever they can fund or whatever they think is important. And I think being able to offer that to all 85 players is, is great. And then I'm sure Dabo takes like his quarterback or wide receivers or whoever else is, is marketable on his team and then connects them with other businesses yeah. that they can get even more money on top of basically your base salary of basically coming to play football or basketball at University X. And uh, I just think that seems to be kind of the future of college athletics in addition to getting a college scholarship. Hey, and on top of it all, if you play well at University X, maybe you can double your salary the next year because University Y will come recruit you. Yeah, your first year or two are basically a showcase for your next school that you will be attending. It's like your rookie contract. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> do well here and uh you can move on to yes. bigger and better things um robert skipper's back hadn't uh seen robert in the youtube chat in a couple of days he says hey i'm here skip is in the house hey shirley and chandler get led lights that'd be cool robert to get led lights i don't think it's a matter of like running to the store and picking them up there's uh money and and other things involved as if, to why Minji's is outdated with lights oh led lights and Minji's. i yeah. thought he's talking about in the pirate radio studio i thought it'd be uh, kind of cool. what yeah, if we did that what if we did like a light show like at alabama when they have like the you know they uh bounce the lights on and off during the timeouts yeah be good we'll hit some dixie land delight i think just fixing the lights is like the least of our kind of our worries <laughs> yeah. i mean there's just so many things I don't, that would be a great topic one it may take all three hours what's what would you fix in Minji's? yeah every chandler's got a lot of answers yes i do chandler's uh and upset not, with and, the presentation and this not, year and not facility wise but like just pres- like like he said presentation wise yeah i'm not even gonna get into that. i mean is is Minji's worth being remodeled or does it really just need to be like demolished di- yeah and start <laughs> over if i mean if money wasn't an issue yeah demolish it i think i think the way college athletics is and the way like sports venues are being built now basically kind of like bars in a way kind of you see the jerry world or whatever where there's big concourses that look into the venue yeah a lot of standing room where you can grab drinks food hang out a lot of areas that you don't even really watch the game the live game there's a game going on while you're at this amusement park yeah i mean it's kind of really the minor league baseball concept of of what they do basically it's a live sport it's a sports bar with a live event, but I mean, if you look at a lot, like go look at San Diego State's new stadium, they they're they're getting ready to open up. I mean, but you look at the concourse, like the decks. I mean, I kind of, I mean, if you go look at the Wood Ducks, the way they built that Mother Earth Pavilion out there in in right field. I mean, it's just kind of like, hey, where are your social zones? And then, oh, there's events going on because what it does is it creates that not just the four of us go to the game, but we bring our spouses or our friends that really don't have any interest because it's a social event it's uh and uh i think that that would be the future for for minji's i think if you could build some concourse party areas that kind of overlook the game but i mean if that that would be have to be a completely yeah rebuild redbeard says uh the nil is basically a farm system ecu basketball is the low-level farm team for larger d1 programs we have uh 
seen that be the case thus far i watched Jaden gardner uh make some big plays last night down the stretch as virginia knocked off syracuse watched uh tristan newton last week and uh rowdy yukon environment as they're playing uh xavier in a big game so we've seen these guys move on to other places uh noah faircon's playing with uh amani bates at eastern michigan Michigan. um what's really changed i mean i remember when mike cook left and went to pittsburgh i mean like like, ecu basketball has uh they were portaling before the portal was the thing right yeah i mean yeah yeah, i mean this is like this is nothing new it's just now the players leave and get money nil yeah. money yeah that's that's what's new it's 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 better incentive for the players but east carolina is still a great opportunity for players that uh, can come showcase their talents kind of like the young man from goldsboro that just signed with east carolina today that uh and we linked an article up i think uh, earlier this morning so uh certainly it's it's a great place to go showcase your talents and the bottom line is at east carolina especially in football we got to get some more people in the nfl and if you can get more people in the NFL, then more people will want to come here. <clears throat> and then uh, if the basketball thing kind of seems that you may have to get really good players here that may end up having to transfer to Virginia or UConn, I mean, they may end up having to leave here and then go to the NBA before their next stop. But uh, right now, for, for definitely for definitely football, uh, the better opportunities with these guys, Holton Naylor's, Keaton Mitchell, C.J. Johnson, uh, Noah Henderson, all, all the guys that are getting geared up for pro day and for the NFL draft, that's just a huge feather in, in Mike Houston's cap in the East Carolina program uh, to have those NFL Pirates roaming around on Sundays. Eric says, aside from the lights issue, Minji's isn't that bad. I don't love the downstairs layout, but there are plenty of worse basketball venues around the country. Minji's at least looks like an arena and not a glorified high school gym. All right. Uh, Robert says, NIL is destroying college football for multiple reasons. Well, so did scholarships and conference realignment did the bcs espn and the bcs and tv and everything well coach contracts college football has been destroyed a million times and it's still going i wonder when he thought college football was undestroyed like what year was college football at his peak in his opinion it was perfect back when uh navy beat harvard three to two in 1918 (laughs) that was the best football can we now go back that, to those now days? Now that's college football. Now that's football. I mean, yeah, you might not like it, but college football is going to keep going on. And I feel like we've had these destroyed uh, conversations a million times at this point. I mean, really, I, I don't know. Would you rather go back to the old conferences, LRB, like we grew up on, or not have NIL? Like if you could pick one right now, you could reconference everything the way you want it. Or get rid of the NIL and keep the th- the way it is today. What would you do? I don't. I, I mean, I'm trying to comprehend this question here. Did, like, I could pick my own East Carolina's conference. Well, not necessarily. Like the conference, the ACC has to go back to eight teams. Yeah, the the way it was. And East Carolina would be an independent, <laughs> and in the Colonial or Conference USA. I guess when do we when when is the like um, start date to conference expansion conference realignment? Well, East Carolina joined I think Conference USA in '97, late '90s. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just it's it is what it is. I mean, it's just kind of East Carolina's just got to win. That's what it comes down to. That was my impression of Ellerby, though. I just did an Ellerby. What's that? Just asking a weird question. 
You love asking weird questions. I turn the tables on you. How's it feel? It, I don't know. Yours was very vague, though, because I asked you a follow-up question, and you didn't really have a good answer for me. Because I said, does the ACC have to go back to eight? Then you said, no, East Carolina has to be in Conference USA, but that would never match up. Because the ACC was probably at nine or 12. Well, you're not going to put ECU back as an independent, so that would take that off the table, okay. that option. So, uh, Brad says, Menjis is missing a clip versus Chandler half-court shot contest. Mmm. That'd be fun for us. I don't know about how many how many there. times would it take you to hit a half court shot? How many chances? I mean, if you in Menjis at halftime or in a timeout. I mean, realistically, if you give me twenty, I'll hit one. I'd be around the I rim. I was say thirty. On all, yeah. If you give me thirty tries, I can get at least one, maybe yeah. two. Hell, three. Then why don't you just need 10? <laughs> 10 shots. Because he's going to hit like, like is he gonna hit 28, 25, 28, 28, 29, 30. 30. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to get warmed and up. You, you would think like by that time I'd be very tired and barely get into the rim. <laughs> I but. felt like we need to have a field trip over to Minchie's this week. I'm, I'm down. I am I'm so down. down. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sign me up. Um, we should do the, uh, the pizza race game, Chandler. The only thing missing... Those- those are interesting. Now, who would win no, that, Chandler? Or Clint? They're not interesting at all. It's, I mean, they're entertaining whenever like they're fumbling the boxes and they get to go back. Hey, go. shout out though for not doing that um, memory game anymore. Oh yeah, they they got rid of that. Yeah, here's, I, here's, I complained about that quite a bit. And, and if you want to make a change in Menjis too, and I love the cheerleaders and I love what they do, but change the song to the Hawaiian song where they spell out ECU. They've been doing that for like 600 years. Yeah, this, that has zero energy anymore. It needs to just... A, it, they can still spell out ECU. Wipeout. They, they just need... It's wipeout. That's right. Mm-hmm. They they just need new... They just need a new song to a do new routine. Too. They need whopper, a new song. Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or boom, boom. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. We're talking about a lot of negatives here. One positive, the drummer the, the band has this year, the pet band, might be the best drummer they've ever had. Yes. That guy is awesome. I've got to get uh, some video of him on Saturday. It's a great idea, Chandler. Yeah, you told me that the other day. Like... <laughs> All right, Chandler, you're gonna have a busy Saturday. Wait, geez, Video the man, drummer. You're gonna try to. Set hey, up. let me tell you something I've learned. It's like if you say something that he brought up earlier, he gets really upset about it <laughs> and just and points it out. And by the way, don't talk about how hard Chandler works. So people might be offended by it. <laughs> He's uh, one of the laziest persons. On, <laughs> he he's hardly pays attention to the show in there. You can say that, but don't say he works hard. I mean, his word is focus this year. For crying out loud, the place might burn down. I, you know what, Chandler, I had to tell. Can we talk about that on the air? I told some people that at trivia one night. Like, I was like, man, I love Chandler, but sometimes he's just he's just like uh, a big giant kid. When we we had to bring in our our goals are uh what we wanted to do and chandler just said i just want to focus more <laughs> <laughs> it was a, i mean it's a good goal it's a good goal I gotta focus. but how's that going for you have, have you been focusing it's, more it's better but it, it could be you know, it, it could improve yeah exactly. <laughs> basically what i say what did you just say wait what <laughs> in high school they you were most likely to focus when you grow up so yeah. good luck man with your journey i mean i it's, it's it's day by day yeah you know i'm taking it day by day i wake up i i meditate for about 10 minutes hold on now this is new tell me about this i just try to focus 
You meditate? That, that was a joke. I don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he meant levitate. <laughs> uh, Meditation is not a bad idea, though. Mm-hmm. For 10 minutes in the morning? Mm-hmm. I think you should uh, work that into the routine. I think you should video it for us. <laughs> I can't do that. I have to get somebody to you, do it. You get a video I'm of the I'm too busy focusing. You get a video of the drummer, and you could listen to the drummer while you meditate. There you go. You should get a video of him, though, Saturday. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good idea. All right. Uh, topic, Ellerby. All right. Um, saw this New York Post. So, Arlisha Boykins is a 22-year-old assistant coach on the Churchland JV girls basketball team in Virginia. Uh, but she was not coaching recently. She was on the court, in uniform, getting her game on. Uh, she has now since been fired after impersonating a 13-year-old player in the game. Uh, the player was out of town at a club basketball tournament. Parents of the girl told WAVY-TV10. Uh, there's video footage of... Uh, the coach playing in the game as a JV player. You can see her at the free throw line getting some shots up. <laughs> what is so just this was a middle school coach, obviously. She's supposed to be a thirteen year old. Uh thirteen J V. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. This is like J V middle school. Like you're in sixth grade. Yeah, she couldn't even You're make impersonating it. a thir- how old is she? Twenty two. <laughs> Impersonate how old are you, Chandler? Uh, 24 yeah so like a couple <laughs> years ago chandler on the middle school basketball court i mean could, how what would you what kind of numbers would you put up you oh know? gosh i'd be it'd definitely be like a quadruple double he <laughs> <laughs> can do it better than can say it so so what's your question um what coach and we can start with ecu and then we can branch out what coach would be uh the best most successful at impersonating a player on the field like one of their players doesn't show up and they have to go into the game any sport any sport i, I initially my first thoughts were either of the basketball coaches schwartz or kim mcneil because I mean, mike houston it is it's a physical game it's physical you got to compete and that's very gonna, hard that's gonna be tough for him i would say cliff but he's got injury issues yeah so that kind of takes him out so i uh, think palumbo might be able to roll in okay i didn't even think about assistance yeah or austin knight but yeah that's that's a good call austin knight yeah and then uh how about our I, strength guy on the basketball honestly oh keith Pugh. take him he's actually a former football player so if you could take him from basketball <laughs> and say one of our linebackers or defensive linemen go out like put him in the game i'll double check it saturday but maybe the eyeball test on all the assistants for ecu basketball like schwartz and like his assistants they do look kind of young and spry what if they did like a five-man swat they did <laughs> five in five out and uh, they take shoot. off their pull, yeah, uh, pullovers they, they just, they pull. that doesn't look like luigi debo yeah <laughs> Luigi to Schwartz. Isn't that Riley Davis out there? <laughs> Brad says Reggie Williams. That would be a good call. Former, Former NBA, NBA player. Yeah, Charles, Charlotte Bobcat. Who's on the staff. Um, now, how about like pro sport, like NFL, Ellerby? Mike Vrabel. Mm. If a linebacker goes out for the Titans, Mike Vrabel. I could thought Cliff Kingsbury could have probably slung the ball around. Probably. Better than he could coach, actually. Hey, Kyler, you're out. I'm going in. I think Ron Rivera could tackle a guy nah too old yeah okay all right uh who uh, carol <laughs> there's videos of him throwing a football in practice <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 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 just yeah, getting baby! his little Woo! 
old self woo! jacked up on the football yeah, field? Woo! Yeah, I got. That's a good question to think about. There's uh, got to be some more out there. Like Dan Campbell, definitely, definitely not Dan Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not Andy Reid. <laughs> no. <laughs> now punting for the Chiefs. Oh man, yeah, you know the uh, yeah the punt, pass, and kick uh, video. Yeah. If you need around. a kicker for the Miami Dolphins, Mike McDaniel's looks like the R- Rodrigo Blankenship guy that used to kick for Georgia. Maybe that should be like the call. Like it is like you could like instead of taking a, having to take a fifteen yard penalty, your coach had to do the next punt. Hmm. <clears throat> If you get penalized on a punt, yeah, or like a extra point or something, yeah, instead of going back, your coach can come you, in. Your, your coach has to come in and kick it. Yeah, man, Steve Wilkes could have got us that win in Atlanta because <laughs> we, we did get backed up fifteen yards. Uh, and baseball, like Aaron Boone, could probably get a hit if you needed him to. Yeah, he could still he could still do some stuff. one out of ten times. Bobby Cox back in the day. How about NBA Chandler Chauncey Billups? Uh, Steve Kerr. Kerr could still shoot, probably. Billups will be a good one. Uh, Nash got fired, right? Yes. All right. No, so he, he could really go back as a player. <laughs> and Jason Kidd, coach. To. Um, he was. But part of it is thinking about who would do well. The other part is just like visualizing them in the uniform they'd have to wear. Like Andy Reid would be really funny. Oh. You got Penny in the football in uniform. Penny running point for the Penny Tigers. Memphis, yeah. Stackhouse is coaching Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. So uh just uh something I thought about. A twenty two year old impersonating a thirteen year old girl. That's just a tough swing there. I mean it's a little different when a forty year old's impersonating a twenty two year old in college. Yeah. But when you're twenty two impersonating a thirteen, because I mean I have a fourteen year old and I know what some of them I mean, some of the, I mean you go to a middle school basketball game, some of those boys, man, they're they're taller than me. But uh that's just I don't know what they're thinking. What what in the world were they thinking? TJ says Robert Sala for the Jets. He's uh, got a lot of energy. Brad says Gabe Kapler would be a good one in Major League Baseball. He still looks pretty yoked. Uh, so that would be a good example. Isn't, as well. um, which I mean, he's old, but he just won a World Series not too long ago. Is it David Ross? Uh, yeah. He's the coach for the Cubs. Yeah. Manager for the Cubs. Yep. If, if, if a catcher goes down. I feel like he can jump in. Those old knees, it's going to be tough, but could might get through an inning or two. But, like, uh, and we've had the discussion before, like, why do baseball managers wear baseball uniforms? And what if other sports did it? And you think about guys like um, Rick Majerus, RIP. Yeah. What he would look like in a Utah basketball uniform. I think because the managers wear uniforms, they should be eligible to play. Yeah, like emergency. Like, yeah, you, you, like the 49ers. What if Shanahan wanted to go in and play? <laughs> ba- basketball's made a big change, especially in college basketball, where they used to be in suits, but now they're basically like in warm-up gear. Yeah. They can and, they, and they wear basketball strip shoes. Strip them off. Yeah. So, yeah. Jump on the court. Think how play. much better, like, what if Schwartz was out there running the point, being like, hey, move, clip, move, run under. Screen. You, you know, like, Set a screen. You could really, you know, coach your guys up. Yeah. Would Schwartz look to the sideline to get the call from the assistant, or no. would he he would come up with no, it? Of his not own? at all. <laughs> if he's running the point, he's running the point. No. All right. Well, that was a good discussion. Was it? Yes. Yeah. I I love thinking about who can jump in for their team yeah. as a coach. You're right, focused. Great. You really were. Hey, look. I'm telling you guys. You think I'm playing? I look. I'm taking this seriously this year. All right. I, I take this seriously. Nothing's funny. Oh, by the way, Redbeard showed me. Um, uh the uh picture he tweeted me the uh 
uh jimmy g was laughing on the sidelines on sunday oh yeah and he said uh did he think this is funny i take this stuff seriously this isn't funny nothing's funny i don't think anything's funny do you still have Derek anderson loaded up shirley i want to hear that again uh Derek anderson uh, that would be a no all right, fair enough. Man. Ellerby, thanks for hanging out. It was good. Hey, remember, sign up for uh, Dale Murphy. The tickets and tables are selling really good right now. So uh, if you want to be a part of it before it's too late, go to PR927FM.com. And you can meet a living legend Sunday, April 2nd. Dale Murphy will be in town. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, buy a table. You can get an autographed baseball. There's going to be photo opportunities. He's going to give a great 30 to 40 minute speech. There's going to be a question answer session and uh, all in all, it's going to be a fun day. So PR927FM.com to uh, get all the details or call us here at the station. I always thought Bobby Cox could suit up and hit a homer over the Fulton County Stadium wall. That would be tremendous. That would be. Sarah says Rashid Wallace. Where is he coaching now? He was at Memphis. I was bummed out when they came last year, and he was he didn't make the trip. Is he with the NBA team? I have no idea. Yeah, that was kind of a shame. Like I Mike sh- Miller used to be the assistant. Yeah. Not too long ago, he was knocking down threes for the Heat. He's got a kid in college playing, I saw earlier this year. We're all getting older, day by day. Let's take a break when we return. We'll hear from Mike Schwartz. Is he going to suit up for the Pirates on Wednesday night? We'll find out when we return after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Mazda in Eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Uh, Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Shirley Chandler, do you know what sport begins their season unofficially this weekend? It's an exhibition. Um, This weekend. Is it MLS soccer? No. I don't know when their season begins. Unofficially this weekend. Um, It's uh, going to be February. I would think in NASCAR. It is NASCAR. NASCAR. Uh, Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum going on this weekend. That was a total guess because I know not a whole lot about NASCAR. So that'll be coming up Sunday at 8 o'clock. Next Sunday, Super Bowl the following Sunday daytona 500 so that is the uh the schedule of events coming up does this mean that you and troy are going to start betting again i don't know and um, i don't know we kind of we tailed off do that last year yeah i don't know if we're doing it this year i've got a pretty uh neat stat or not stat to consider i guess but uh take a hack on what school a hack take a hack at it take a hack at what school in college football is the only school to have a player in every single Super Bowl since 2001. Oh, wow. <clears throat> that is a good stat. 
stat to consider. The stat to consider. Here's another. Hold on, we got to figure this out first. So uh, hold your hold your stats. Charlie, if you want to take a guess, what college football program? It's not Alabama. No. So since 2000. Since 2001. 2001, Oklahoma. No. LSU. No. Oh, it's Ohio State. Uh, No. Then clearly, it's obviously Notre Dame. No. Of course it's not. That was a joke. (laughs) The answer that everyone knows that it is, is Georgia. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, that was easy. (laughs) That was simple. (laughs) Yeah, I knew you were going to get there. Um, That's a good stat, Chandler. Georgia, the uh, only college football program to have a player in every single Super Bowl since 2001. I'm going to consider that. Shirley, what's your stat? Not necessarily a stat, but a piece of information to consider. Piece Wait a minute. Of information a to consider. P O I T C? Yes, a P O I T C. A point? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> gosh. Piece of information to consider. Piece of information to, to consider. consider. ECU baseball tickets, season tickets are sold out. Booyah! Josh Thomas uh, just posting that on Facebook. So Individual tickets go on sale next week. Next week. February 7th. Mike P says NCAA lacrosse starts this week. Hmm. Alright. I did not know that. Uh, coming up on... Well, Steven's got a question. What you got, Steven? <clears throat> Why are 20-year-olds crushing on 54, 54-year-old Jennifer Aniston? Are they drinking? Because she doesn't look 54, because number one. she still one. looks like she's 20, She still looks 34. like she's in her 20s. Yeah. If you've looked at her, she has... I don't know what her beauty regimen is, but oh boy. I'd like to look like that when I'm 54. And Friends is still a popular show. I, get, I love well, that that's show. That's the answer. Still. Because, sure, Jennifer Aniston's still attractive, but... How is she known by these kids? And the answer is Friends. Friends is, still well, Friends is streaming, I guess, somewhere. Wait, there, it, it, even if you have just streaming services, you can watch Friends on streaming services. But if you have like regular TV, it's on all the time. You can find it somewhere in syndication. I mean, the amount of money those uh, that cast is making just on syndicate money is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's your answer. It was crazy, though that we went garrett sailor uh celebrity crush jennifer aniston carter spivey celebrity crush jennifer aniston brian bailey had not heard those interviews he said jennifer aniston and then josh grows he says that that's what he was going to say yeah. and when he said well what did the guys say i didn't want him. i wanted him to actually just yeah see if we can go four for four and he says that that was the name he was going to say jennifer aniston still i mean i haven't thought about her in a long time i haven't seen her in anything in a really long time is she still is she in anything current i don't know she was in a movie with adam sandler she she has a movie with adam sandler coming out (laughs) chandler is the sandler encyclopedia he really is i'll give you Um, glasses shut the hell up mystery something i forget what it is um he it was that was a terrible movie well they've come out with part two oh dear oh great i I saw the trailer for it just because i sent them a letter i said y'all need to come out with a sequel to this and guess what i'm gonna watch it yep 
Jennifer Aniston. And then she was 53 on, years old. She was in a, I think it was a Hulu um, series. Hulu. It might have been on Hulu or it was on, I don't think it was on Netflix. Oh, the morning show? Yes, I'm that's I'm seeing it. that right now. Yeah, yeah. That might be Apple. I mean, you may be right. It's one of those streaming I may be services. Crazy. It yeah, is Apple TV. But I just may be the lunatic that you're looking for. <laughs> uh, Sarah suggested Rashid Wallace in our conversation, segment one. And she said, <laughs> Rashid Wallace, the new, the new, played in the NBA. Well, yeah, I know who Rashid Wallace is. But then she said, who is the new coach, Wallace? And she was talking about Reggie, Reggie Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Rashid Wallace. It's okay, Sarah. But Sarah, we got what you. We, we know what you were talking about. That is a good answer. He could come off the. Well, we saw him. Uh, was it preseason Chandler? Minji's maniacs. Ma- or Minji's madness. Madness. Yeah. Where he was just draining shots. Yeah. Like man, this guy looks good. He's gonna be good this You're year. You're like who? Is, I think you asked like who is that guy like nailing the threes? I said that's the that's Reggie Williams who played for the Bobcats. That <laughs> Bobcat legend. I think he's an operations guy or yeah. something. So uh, best shooter on the team. Unfortunately, he's <laughs> not on the games. roster. Although this uh, this coach in Virginia played on the court. Why not Schwartz try to slide him in one game? Hey, look, Javon Small's back. He's just left-handed. Well, Reggie needs to shave the beard because there is some gray streaks. Well, some people go gray early. That is true. You got any grays? I don't think so. Good. Oh, I got plenty. Yeah. Do I? Yeah, you want to borrow a few? (laughs) (laughs) Want to have some? (laughs) We need to take a break, Clip. Okay, Shirley. (laughs) I agree. I think we should take a break. When we return, we'll hear from Mike Schwartz, as we were supposed to do this interview, or this segment, rather. But we did not, because we get sidetracked, because we have small pea brains. Schwartz on the way when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six figure income do you have what it takes visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live earlier today uh shirley said cincinnati came out with their schedule and it takes you a minute to kind of double take and say wait a minute they're not playing football in the american anymore no 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 it took me a minute because i didn't realize it till you went they went to the big 12 <laughs> and i was like oh, i forgot yeah it's gonna take a little getting used to uh as the conference shifts once again we're bringing in some new teams and uh some heading out the door so we've got one more chance to beat ucf to snap our what is it losing streak in basketball now 14 15 16 it's either 14 or 15 it's either one of those two so we got one more crack at him in the regular season. Maybe, uh, maybe. Hey, Pirates have been good on a neutral court this year. So watch out when they go to the Dickies Arena. Is all I'm saying. Yes, sir. Watch out. Watch out and watch along. 
because we'll probably be right here watching that game whenever it is in the AAC tournament. Let's hear what Mike Schwartz had to say before the team took off to sunny Tampa to take on USF coming up on Wednesday night. Here's Mike Schwartz from earlier today. Coming off of an upsetting and difficult game the other night, obviously we spoke about it after the game. Uh, Coaching staff, team not pleased at all with the results in terms of Sunday and in terms of how it played out. Uh, We had a very direct, uh, that's probably the best way to put it, a very direct film session yesterday where we had a chance to look at some things from the game uh, as we prepare uh, for tomorrow's game versus South Florida. But we had to spend a lot of time yesterday looking at what happened on Sunday versus Wichita State. And, uh, you know, we get, a, we get a day of practice today before we hit the road, so we have not had, been able to be on the court yet since the Sunday's game, so we'll get at it today uh, right after this. And then lastly, obviously, uh, Winston Tabs has entered the transfer portal. Uh, just the utmost respect and support Winston in what he's pursuing uh, in terms of his playing career and education. He's been great here. Uh, he has our full support. We are going to help him with whatever is best for him as he moves forward. But when you look back at the South Florida game the first time, what are some of the things you see that you got to do better this time? Well, we we didn't guard the three point line very well in the first half. Um, you know, it was a close game at halftime, but they got, you know, they hit some threes early in the game and they shot the ball well in the first half. Uh, we did a better job in the second half, but we were not able to defend Tyler Harris in the second half. He was the difference in the game, probably the last ten minutes specifically. He made a shot uh, that put them up. Uh, ended up putting them up by one. We had a two-point lead. He hits a three that puts them up by one, and from that point, the basket got very big for him. So we didn't contain Harris very well in the second half. We didn't guard the three-point line very well in the first half. We got to be better in those areas, hopefully. And and then the big fella in there, Russell Tachua, is just, uh, you know, he, he had his way with us in terms of scoring the basketball, rebounding, and we have to be much better protecting the paint uh, versus him and their whole team. How tough is it versus a guy like Harris? Obviously, you, you prioritize him, but it's almost like if he – hits one shot he just kind of gets going yeah yeah you watch him the other night uh, versus SMU you know SMU has a fairly comfortable I don't know if nothing's comfortable but they're up double digits roughly in the second half and he gets going and he gets and ends up being a two-point game and he's just a dynamic player dynamic scorer that can go get it and we, we talked about this before we played the last time that the minute he crosses half court uh, he will He's a threat to shoot the ball, score the basketball. And uh, we showed our guys areas on the floor that he would shoot it from. And after the game, we watched the film. We showed him shooting it from there, and he did it. So, yeah, and any time a dynamic score, and you have to try and focus on him. But they have a lot of good players. I mean, we could go down the list. They're inside, and they're Keyshawn Bryant. And they just have a lot of good players across the board. So you could put all your focus there, but they have other guys that can hurt you, and they did in the first game as well. How do the guys take the, the tough love or, or however, you know, the, the, just a tough, you know, we got to get this thing right type thing? From after the Wichita State yeah. game? Yeah, I think they, they were, uh, you know, I think the hardest thing to do sometimes for everybody is to look in the mirror. And you look in the mirror and you say, you know, what, what, did, what did we not do or, or where could we have been better? And sometimes the defense mechanism goes up uh, because it's not easy to lose the way we did the other day. I mean, they, they punched us right in the face to start the game and we never could get back in it. And the only portion of the game that we were able to match or exceed effort was the last eight minutes with that group. So uh, I think the group that played the majority of that game was able to look at that film and in front of their peers, in front of their coaches, all of us together, and we're honest. Now, the question is, do you react to it? Do you emotionally react to it, or do we respond to it? And, you know, good teams, good players know how to respond, and we'll see when we get on the court today. 
What did you see when you, you watched the film, you know, with them getting to the rim so easily in that first half? <laughs> yeah, I think they came out on a mission. There's no doubt about it. They were going to go at Brandon Johnson and go at R.J. Felton, two guys that played very well in the game at Wichita when we were able to win. And they were going to do everything they could to, as they should. They did a great job of it. They were going to make Brandon guard. They went at him the first three possessions of the game. They got the ball into Alex Rojas. Rojas played a very good game. He was forceful. He was physical. He played with speed. And they played very fast in transition. And Craig Porter Jr. is one of the very best point guards there is not only in this conference but in the country. So the way they played in transition, the way they threw the ball inside to Rojas early in the game, Poto's playing really good basketball, and then they spearhead it with a point guard that gets them going and can get downhill and get them going in transition. I mean, they accomplished what they wanted to. And again, they came out with great tenacity, and I think it put us back on our heels, particularly some of our main guys. With Brandon, it seemed like he was a little frustrated in that second half. Is that part of you know his maturation process, learning how to deal with some of that? Yeah, probably, you know, and, and again, we had a scrimmage early in the year, and we talked about this with Brandon, that he probably hadn't looked frustrated like that since that very first scrimmage we had. And he played a very dynamic post player in that game, and he learned a lot about himself. We learned a lot about our team in that game. And from that point forward, he has just been going like this. And he's still going like he's still in trending like that. But for whatever reason, like you said, maybe it was frustration, maybe it was the physicality, maybe it was getting in early foul trouble, maybe the shots just aren't going in. I mean, there's a number of things in sports, as you know, that can affect. But he had one of those games where he wasn't himself. But by no means, Brandon has matured throughout this year, and he's only going to get better. And, you know, we're just kind of looking at that like, hey, that, 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 was a, that was an anomaly where he is right now in this season. After the game, you mentioned to Jeff Charles that more of the guys need to play like Ben Baella. He struggled early in the year. When did that switch kind of flip for him? Yeah, you know, two things. You go back to December. And I don't know if you guys remember this. Ben was getting ready to go into the starting lineup in December. After that South Carolina game, he played well in Greenville, South Carolina. We won that game versus South Carolina. He played very well. He was getting ready to go into the lineup the next game. He sprained his ankle. And he sprained his ankle leading into that next game. And quite honestly, he was playing like this then and then the ankle injury. And he's now finally feeling fully healthy off that. But the point I was making after the game was that even when he was struggling offensively early in the year, he, I mean, his numbers offensively were really different, you know, tough. And he never stopped rebounding. He never stopped playing defense. Every time he came in the game, at least he gave us a positive impact in those areas. And he did that. Now he's healthy. He's shooting the ball better. And, you know, the last two games have obviously been his two best offensive games. Coach, when you came here this summer, you talked about recruiting North Carolina and the East heavily. How do you feel that's been going? Uh, excited about the uh, recent news. And we're going to stay on that path. We've seen a lot of great things out of Ezra this year. In the past few games, it seems like he's slowed down a little bit. How is he as a freshman responding in practice? Yeah, you, great point. Just like when he didn't, wasn't really getting the minutes that we expected of him and that he wanted for himself, most importantly, early in the year, his practice habits haven't changed even in this last three or four-game stretch. There's a lot of things that go into that. He's a freshman. We're midway through conference. Scouting is elevated from, the, from defense going towards him offensively and then vice versa. Our scouting is getting elevated and increasing in terms of the details. You're coming around the second time around playing teams. You know, we played Wichita now twice. We've played Temple twice. This will be the second game versus South Florida. We've seen just about everybody once other than SMU, Tulane, Houston, you know, but we've seen teams. So scouting starts to get elevated and I think as any freshman, not only going through the physical demands of being in late January, 
Whereas in high school, they're getting ready for their season to be winding down. We're just we're in the middle of conference play, so that's one. And two, the mental aspect, you can't just say, hey, the way we've been scouting November, December, January, okay, I figured it out. Scouting is always going like this, and the best teams and the best players in the country, they are the most detailed February, mid-February, late February into postseason. And Ezra's just learning that. And, you know, it's been a three- or four-game stretch, but I think he'll flip it around. He'll turn it around. There is ECU head basketball coach Mike Schwartz before the team heads out of town to USF. Shout out to Chandler. Got a great point from Mike Schwartz. Mike P says, Clip, if you ever need a smoke break, just put on a Coach Schwartz. Just put on Coach Schwartz answering one question. I said it before, I'll say it again. He is a great question answerer. Really listens to your question and answers it fully. When we return, another one of the best talkers this side of the Mississippi, Mike Mullis, will join us here. He's going to fix baseball. We'll talk football, talk golf, and more when we return after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University sportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back into prl here's clip shirley quick uh preview for thursday i oh. just i just saw something on twitter oh i'm gonna do okay. a quick name that sound with you guys okay go You're ahead ready? all right here we go Cat family, yes. What uh, animal officially? I'm gonna go with a cougar. No. Chandler, name a cat. It sound that it, it sounds too nice to be a lion. Lions roar. Yeah. Uh, the title says blank. Don't roar. They meow and purr like house cats. Mm. I wonder, uh, Shirley, play the Cocahonis real quick. Okay, hold on. That's a clue. Cocahonis. Who said that? Uh, Tariq, you cheetah. Cheetah is correct. Cheetah is correct. Cheetah. And Mike Mullis is In the amazed. Building. What's up, Molly? Hey, buddy. Good to see you. Do I need to tell you my story from uh, Sunday when I walk in the restroom? Do you want to hear the rest of it? I mean, it's a good start to a story, right? <laughs> I walk in the restroom at Minji's. I do my biz. I'm about to wash my hands. Gentleman, a stranger, says, hey, Clip, name this sound as he's doing his business. Thought it was pretty funny. Would he fart? <laughs> no. That's what Troy said. <laughs> no. He's, he's urinating. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is what Troy said. Yeah. Uh, but name that sound sweeping the nation. Everybody likes it except <laughs> one person. No, no, no. That, and that person is right that here. That is totally unfair. 
Oh, yeah? Oh, you need yeah, some, uh, a little, little volume because oh, I couldn't name that sound. I'll bump you up, big guy. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I never said I didn't like name that sound. I just thought you guys completely teed it up for Troy. You were and not. Sure, Shirley, you're more competitive than that. He, he just, I just wanted to get it over with. Uh, and now, you know what? <laughs> that is true. With that reasoning, I am 100% behind that decision. Yeah. Because the story, and we told it on the air, Yeah, uh, he wanted to be involved in our reindeer games. Yeah, he wanted to move the game up to, to the 3 o'clock hour while he was on. I said, we, we can't do that. And I said, that. you need to clear that with Clip because he's the one that schedules everything. And Clip said, no, we, we've got it scheduled for, I think, the 4 o'clock hour or whatever. Yeah. And so what we'll do is we'll give Troy his own game. Okay. All right. So And I said, well, then I'm going to have to boys, make it easy on him. If one gets one thing, you got to, you know, everybody gets something. So I'm not sure how that correlates here, but okay. <laughs> okay. Fair All right. Good call, Shirley. By the way, another round coming up on Thursday. Oh, that'll be great. That'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to run out the No, what time? What time will that? Is that in the four o'clock? You hour? don't need to know. No, I do for 25 to 30 okay it will never get done in five minutes no 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 start time okay 425 yeah so somewhere in the four o'clock hour what are you gonna be doing well that should get everybody home to, you know get you to six o'clock what are you saying now i'll be in the office 425 430 <clears throat> or maybe in the car i don't know well i'm glad you're here right now yeah I'm me like, too uh beautiful weather we're having chandler let me go to you real quick uh frank wright press conference today I saw you watching some of it. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but uh, I've I've seen some reports, uh, reporters and beat writers for the Panthers kind of tweet out, you know, what what quotes he has said. But yeah, your typical coach speech, um, and uh, he's gonna fo- he's gonna hang his hat on offense. I like the hire. What do you think, Molly? Boring. I, I think it's vanilla for vanilla. I, I um, yeah. I, is anybody more surprised that they landed a head coaching job that quickly than Frank Wright? Like, hey, you get fired, what, five games in, and then all of a sudden somebody else gives you an opportunity to be a head guy? I mean, that's – yeah. I, and I don't know how he's going to do better than Wilkes was doing. I just don't I just don't see it. Well, he's going to have some new parts, hopefully. I mean, if he goes out there with the same cast, then he probably won't do better. No, but that's – and that's kind of the point. I mean, it, the coach is the least of what they need to address there. Uh, here's something. Uh, did you see who was named to the Pro Bowl today? Uh, yes. Was it Snoop? Tyler Huntley. Well, and also uh, Carr, right? And uh, Derek Carr. And Derek Carr. Tyler Huntley will be a Pro Bowler. Uh, he threw two touchdown passes this season. Good for him. Yeah. So, um, boy. What did you see where... Uh, <laughs> that is, that is nuts. What Josh Allen chose to go play in the uh, the the pro am golf tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, where is that? Why, uh, Pebble Beach, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Yeah. So why would I mean why yeah why would he even want to participate in the you're talking about reindeer games? Those are absolute reindeer games. How do you watch that? Like, how do you even bring yourself to watch that? Well, you don't, and you you weren't watching it before. Now they're going to do like tug of war and you know what? Honestly, I would tune in before to watch it just because it was kind of like that train wreck. You would not. I promise you. Might not sit there and watch the whole game, but I would go look at this. This is crazy. They're just playing two in touch. I would rather watch whatever they're going to do this time around than the boring game that they play. And we're talking. This is a terrible. Would you rather? Correct. There's no. This is. There's no good answer. No good answer. Uh, what do you, Molly? I gave you credit yesterday. Thank you. As I tend to do quite a bit, 
because you are this is the definition of a sports guy take notes chandler you are a sports guy but you're improving every day yes becoming more of a sports guy absolutely mully last week had joe burrow and cincinnati beating kansas city i talked to mully saturday he said nope nah we got to switch this up the mayor's talking burrow head this thing is trending in the wrong direction for cincinnati and uh you also maybe knew that the refs were going to give uh the chiefs some favorable calls that's one of the craziest things i mean i've ever seen but no you saw the writing on the wall there molly and uh and jumped on the right side just in time well you know what and and what's funny is you go uh well but pros don't listen to that stuff what what did you hear every one of them say after the game oh yeah they were i mean they were two kelsey uh the uh defensive player uh, yeah, the, uh, that went off frank the, clark the trainer the i mean everybody the you know the the the, the janitorial staff they were all t- i mean it's it was a huge topic of conversation for them they were uh they were put out a little bit it shows you i don't know i, I it kind of gives credit to how good joe burrow is though that mahomes who's already won a super bowl and everything these guys are taking a lot of pride in knocking off the Bengals and burrow you know kind of almost giving them i don't know why, a lot, but propping why, them up but why would that feel like a surprise because joe, joe burrow is really good the Bengals are really good they are yeah and i it, guess you know, it's just weird to hear that sentence you just no, said. I, that's right that's like saying the, like the commanders Browns. the commanders are really good or, yeah, well that's fair that's fair or aaron Rodgers to the jets sounds really weird i mean there's some really weird stuff going on right now chiefs eagles mully line uh leaning towards philadelphia here early still a long time to go before they play the game but uh what do you think of the matchup uh you know i i don't know if they could stop the the ground game of the eagles they that thing is just that's otherworldly you know the bad part about seeing a team having to run a game like that is means that we're probably going to see more teams try that same thing which takes us takes us back to uh takes us away from the throwing of the, the spread and the throwing the football all over the place uh, to a point because all these teams copy each other so i know that largely is a personnel package that they have that allows that but uh can you recruit that and you know can you draft that type of deal probably so it is almost finesse versus power in this game because looking at what the chiefs did i mentioned it yesterday with tony collins their leading rusher the uh, rookie pacheco i think at 24 yards as a team they rushed for like 40 yards in the mm-hmm. game philadelphia is gonna just try to pummel you on the ground so i said it yesterday if patrick mahomes and the chiefs numbers he threw the ball 46 times i believe let's see 43 29 of 43 326 they ran the ball 20 times for 42 yards as i said yesterday that's not a winning recipe against philadelphia and no 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 because they're gonna they're gonna get to they're gonna get to uh to the quarterback uh to mahomes they're going to i mean it, pacheco they celebrated him like he had 200 yards rushing in the locker room after the game. You know, the big deal. And, and that one play where he was in a couple there. tackles. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, but they um, – I just – again, man, I, I, that Eagles defense is, is pretty – Yeah, he was in the in the locker room. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I know the name. and uh, But that's fun. He's one of my favorite. Little Uzi. Uh-huh. Um, by the way, did you see who's performing at the Clash this weekend, I want to say, the uh, NASCAR race? Uh, no, I did not um molly someone a group you're very familiar with okay uh were you a fan of insane in the membrane back in the day oh yeah how how would they be at a it's in california cypress hill cypress hill those dudes have to be 60 
I heard uh, that they will be performing. I'm trying to find it now. That is a very interesting choice for a NASCAR race. Um, so the race coming up, the clash at the Coliseum, Cypress Hill will play a pre-race concert with Khalifa performing at halftime. You're more of a Cypress Hill guy than a Wiz Khalifa But guy. this is at a NASCAR event? Yeah, it's kind of stupid. They, I, I mean, they are trying to force a square peg into a round hole right. in a big way. Yeah. You know, if you want to go out there, I don't know. You got to know your audience. But anyway. Well, and I would think that if you wanted to introduce rap into NASCAR, those two groups would be way down the list of who. <laughs> I mean, if you're appealing to kind of my age group, you're going to have to – I mean, LL Cool J or something. I mean, it, it wouldn't be Cypress Hills. Okay, I mean, I, I get that. They, one. They're one-hit wonders, though, right? Well, they had a couple, but it wasn't. They were a one CD that was pretty decent. But yeah, all right. So just throwing that out. Oh, how we get there? A little Uzi Vert. That's how. Mm-hmm. Um, Mully, you are ready for the Rogers chapter to end in Green Bay? Do you think it will happen this offseason? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I'm convinced. I mean, I and, and the nice part is at least the Packers are salvaging some of their uh, bravado by coming out and saying, "Hey, you know what? This probably ain't going to work out going forward, and you know it's it's probably time to do something." Now we're going to have to watch Jordan Love for some period of time, but that you know it is what it is. Growth is painful, um, but the reality is those two first round picks that they're going to get for him uh, could definitely submit us for a while. And it is crazy to think about, but this will be, let me uh, Google up one stat uh, real quick. This will be the first time since 1992 the Packers haven't had a Hall of Fame quarterback starting for them. Yeah. That is nuts. Well, what a run. You know, maybe Jordan Love becomes a Hall of Fame. No, he could. Uh, I'm but highly doubtful. Well, you're not a Love guy. In more ways than one. I, I, you remember You're a when, tough love Do you remember guy. when he got drafted? We spoke, I and you were like, "What?" I said, you know what? It seems a bit weird, but he's a great athlete. It'd be a different look for the Packers. It's, so I was kind of trying to be optimistic about that, but, man, it's just – Didn't he have a good game against the Eagles this year? He did. Yeah, so when a team's not prepared for him. Right. We'll see what happens. Uh, Brock Purdy injured. Josh Johnson injured. Just a – ugly one for the Niners the uh the other day Molly Brock Purdy has a torn at UCL in his right elbow I'm sure what does the Niners do at quarterback next year well they got a bunch of choices I mean you know that it, Purdy will be back uh you know I don't I don't know exactly. Trey Lance Trey Lance you got Garoppolo he's still in a contract um so I mean you gotta you still have a really good quarterback room it just depends on who does what I, I tell you who it won't be Watching that feeble effort that Christian McCaffrey made to throw the football the one time, it will not be Christian McCaffrey. He will not be suiting up. You know, it, and, and of course, it's interesting. Does Tom Brady go there? Right. We uh, it happened years ago. It was maybe the year Rivers went to the Colts, and there was there was other examples of these veteran quarterbacks bouncing around. And it's happened before in the past, obviously, but it seems like now it's almost the norm. The, the these radical quarterback changes from year to year and next year it could be rogers brady car uh Car, I mean, Carr's elsewhere. Car, Carr maybe to san fran i mean I, you know the thing is that that quarterback room doesn't tell you that it's bad enough that you need to bring in a high-paid guy like one of those but and i wonder what you could get right now for a trey lance like yeah. i feel like he doesn't have a lot of trade no it's not a ton capital, but i think you but... put him back out there he's gonna be even less uh, I think you get more for Garoppolo right now. I mean, he's you know he's kind of that system type quarterback that you know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I 
the other thing you, you think about, like, okay, so if they bring Tom Brady to San Fran, is that good for your team? Like, you got Debo, you got Christian McCaffrey, probably need another threat on the outside. Can he even get the ball to a guy on the outside? Are they good enough up front? Does it create so much pressure on a team to completely change not completely change what they do but you know what i mean like it's it's an added layer of is pressure is brady an upgrade from well and, Purdy? Even, and even if he is how does the rest of the team respond to that pressure of hey this is probably his last year they made a move to get this guy like we gotta win i mean it's very difficult to do anything when you absolutely gotta do it right now well i heard rex ryan uh over the weekend sunday saying why just keep an eye on if Dan Snyder sells the commanders and you bring in a new owner who doesn't have a tie-in with the coach, that they go for a Sean Payton-Tom Brady package in Washington. And I could just think about a million ways that would blow up. No, I don't even – that's not even <laughs> – And this is Rex Ryan talking. That's it's, like putting ketchup on mashed potatoes. Like it's just That's disgusting. like Nick Swisher on the Yankees. Yeah, it's, it's a turn in the punch bowl. It just doesn't even feel right. It yeah. doesn't – there's nothing that – that nothing that makes sense about that but like just about anybody in san francisco is going to work out because of shanahan because of those weapons and i think you know brady would excel there but i don't know do you think it's that good i mean i know we saw purdy come in i yeah I, I don't even know if we but we also saw them catch up with it later like it, it wasn't that purdy was great in his last full game and i don't think it would have mattered if he finished that game i think i think i think they lose by two scores they played against two good defenses at the end and cowboys and, and they're only going to get better yeah. as you get later in the season plus they've got better film on him you know so i mean i, I man i just don't know yeah i think shanahan's like really really good but i think he does have to have that igniter back there that at least a person that grasped the concepts would you rather have uh for the packers quarterback next year rogers brady or Carr? yeah uh that's another bad would you rather i um i would have to go car wow just because i think maybe he's got a little bit of tread left on the tire brady is I mean, what's it? What what does Brady bring to the Packers of all teams? He was throwing some, uh, what do you call them, Molly? Like some ducks, ducks or whatever. Ducks, just straight ducks. Warm, warm burner. And, you know, when you put him in the cold weather every day, oh yeah, that's not gonna be good. I mean, he did play in New England forever, but but he's not but he also 45. wasn't forty six years old. Yeah, true. Uh, before we take a break, speaking of football, Holden Aylers is addicted to winning MVPs. The MVP. <laughs> I mean he has done all he can i'll say that to improve his stock since leaving east carolina he has literally done everything he possibly yeah. can and uh he's trending up and it's awesome to see Good i have finally figured out what the coaching staff did so poorly this year at east carolina they should have called every game hey this is the temple bowl and this is the you know every game they should have just treated like a bowl game he has dominated bowl games. He has dominated bowl games. He is the goat <laughs> of college bowl games. Yeah, uh, but that is awesome to see. It is and great to see. We'll see like what's next. He talked to Brian Bailey on Monday, still kind of holding out hope for maybe a combine invite, which we saw sure, be cool. Keaton Mitchell and uh, C.J. Johnson get uh, last week. So that would uh, that would be fantastic. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll hit on a few other topics. You got time to hang out yeah, one yeah, more yeah. segment? We'll hang out one more segment with Mully. More to go, Tuesday edition, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty, some breaking news here in the NFL world concerning uh, some topics we just discussed. Adam Schefter says uh, compensation is being worked out between the Saints and the Denver Broncos, and the Broncos are expected to name Sean Payton their next head coach. Go and I'm already having flashbacks. Last year, going into the season, some teams I was high on, Niners, Dolphins, and one of the worst teams in football history, the Broncos. And I was so excited. Fantasy drafts, getting Cortland Sutton. Now I'm scared, Chandler, that I'm going to get roped right back into this again just because they had Sean Payton. Can he fix Russell Wilson and whatever was going on with the Broncos last year? I will have to say, but I mean, they also had some injuries this year uh, that really kind of, you know, duped them for the season. But can he be the guy that kind of resurrects Russell Wilson? Because what a great career he's had. But obviously, as everybody knows, last year it was – a dumpster fire in, in Denver, and if there's a guy that could fix it, could it be the uh, the one-time Super Bowl champion, Sean Payton? What do you think about trading for a coach, Molly? Is it worth it? And, ah, man. And, uh, it looks like they're giving up a first-rounder and then a future second-rounder. I guess you got more of a, I guess a sure thing there. Look, we've seen him coach teams that were really down and really turn it around, and, and you know they, they drove on to championships. Uh, as was documented in the Netflix movie with Home Team, where mm-hmm. he great movie where he took over the the disheveled high school, maybe even middle school team, mm-hmm. and led them to the promised land. So the history's out there. He got fat or fatter. He, he, he did. He did. Ke- yeah, <clears throat> Kevin James was kind of a stretch. That to, was to, a weird to, to role. Approach. Shout out to Kevin James. He got thinner. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. No, but I, yeah. I, you know what? I don't know. Again. I, when's the last time like a big name coach make it made a move and it was like made a huge difference i mean I'm, I'm uh, there's got to be an example andy andy reed that would be yeah, yeah andy reed would be yeah but anyway all yeah, right good for them so um sean payton when was like this is so rare too like where you see compensation and trade trade deals with dealing with a head coach when's like the last time that's happened i went over that list and uh let's hear let's let's do that again molly uh i think there was a the last one might have been in baseball uh there was a trade for you know what was it a trade for joe madden oh uh, maybe so i think like rays and cubs or something uh, i think the padres and the somebody oh, okay anyway uh don shula was involved in a trade back in 1970 more recently bill parcells in 1997 mike holmgren uh hmm. 1999 bill belichick bill belichick 2000 hey coach gruden oh man they had me in a trade man yeah. one of the things in the trade was a laptop man and an email address 
Herm Edwards, 2006. Bruce Arians, 2019. <laughs> so, um, hey, that worked out with the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, but, yeah, it is pretty rare to see. Um, D'Amico Rines, boy, Chandler. Oh, did you see this somewhere, or were you making a projection? D'Amico Rines agrees to be the Texans head coach. No, I I was saying that that mean that must mean that he is going to go to the Texans. You saw a domino fall? Yeah. All right. So, talking about, it's kind of a trend here, the worst would-you-rathers. Would you rather go to Denver or to Houston right now? Mm. Denver? I guess Denver. Why? Because... Russell Wilson? Coaches have egos, and if I was a head coach, I'd have an ego. If I was Sean Payton, I'd have an ego to say, oh, I can fix this. I can, you're work. Me you I can work with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. Oh, you, you're telling me you couldn't do anything last year with Russell Wilson and two great receivers? Well, let me watch go in this. there. Watch this. Hold my beer. Right. Uh, Usher meme. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Both of those are that, that's those are those are tough situations. No doubt, no uh, diggity. In fact, Molly, where's Black Street? Let's get Black Street playing somewhere. Okay, you down? I'm down. No diggity. Oh, speaking of which, uh, you had a request, Molly, from Eric. Could Molly recite the lyrics from "Hits from the Bong"? I guess that. No, was that, 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 I do remember that song <laughs> on the CD, but no, that was. Uh, the, the, all the lyrics on the whole CD basically sounded the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was all pretty much the it was all pretty much the same thing. Uh Molly, we were talking last week about beefs in sports and kind of came up uh part of it due to Rory and oh, Patrick God. Reed. What's going on with those? So silly. Players? You know, but, and I, I, there's why okay, do you know why? Patrick Reed was Patrick Reed folks? sued everybody. Well, like slander. Oh, okay. Okay, or defaming him because they called him a cheater. Uh, okay. So he, I mean, he sued everybody, and apparently, uh, from what I read, he served Rory or had Rory served on Christmas Eve uh, with his, you know, his paperwork and I guess subpoena in that situation. But uh, so they ran run each other in Dubai on the range line, and um, Patrick Reed goes over to Gage, which is, I mean kind of dumb to start with but rory doesn't pay any attention to him so patrick reed flips a tee at him yeah well then the irony is it came down to uh the last two holes in that tournament and it was very uh club matter of fact i think rory had to make like a 20 footer to keep it out of a playoff or it would have been the two of them in a playoff which would have been the best thing to happen to golf in a long time probably since the last two time the last time the two of those got together uh, in the Ryder Cup uh which they played the singles match on the on on the Sunday and it was some of the most compelling golf I mean it was it was if you can have a heavyweight heavyweight fight and actually feel like the the tension in the air that that the first nine holes of that match they had at the Ryder Cup was incredible well so is this a well it's not going to be a long-term thing because they're not going to see each other anymore right? oh who knows between uh, live and pga i mean look man and and yeah yeah and rory has just become this I, it's not even fair to call him a lightning rod i don't know what like he's he just so many childish things in defense of the pga and it's he it's easy for him to say that because he's at the top of the mountain right like you know now i'm sure if he entertained live if they would entertain him now that mountain could be much taller financially but 
Um, you know, it's easy for him to to kind of throw stones. If but he stinks at golf, he's still going to make a ton a, of money, a bazillion from dollars, everything right. else he's got. Yeah. So I mean, but you know, it's um, I don't know. It's all it's all kind of it's all kind of childish and also uh, anti what golf has always stood for. You know, from being kind of a conservative, like we don't we don't do those types of things, and and of course now it's happening. And part of this too. Patrick Reed had a ball that was stuck in a tree on maybe the third round in Dubai, that, and they agreed it's stuck. But then all the fans come out and say, "Oh no, it's the wrong tree." He's at the well. They identified the ball. They had a, a, a you know a rules official. It's, it's all. I mean, it's all just crazy. Yeah. Uh, Molly, uh, before you go, you want to talk about your idea to fix the sport of baseball? Yeah, I, I say fix. You know, it's hard to fix something you love, and, and everybody that knows me knows I do love the game. But just trying to make it. Um, more on par with what the what society likes and i was just thinking the other night i was like you know the thing that we get in basketball and football and the higher speed sports is number one pace of play number two we get more uh explosive athletic opportunities moments yeah, yeah. so i i think that there's a way to uh again and, and i'll preface this by saying if you go to one to cliff goblin's baseball practices everything is competitive and being scored getting on and off the field how fast you run the first base uh, you know it's all being it's all competitive um so i was like all right what if we created scoring opportunities so take the idea of run out of your mind and it would be a score or a you know it was they they scored or it could be a point whatever and try to figure out ways okay a diving catch we're going to give that a point a play at the plate we're going to give that a point we're going to you know uh, a, a stolen base for the offense. We're going to give that a point. So it's not just sit back and wait on the home run. If we would change the count, either they would go up with like a one-one count, or the max you could have would be a three-three ball, three-strike count. So you take one of the pitches away from the pitch. It's force and action. So even if you've got the the still of second as a point, the guy at the plate draws a walk. Now he's got a chance to steal a point. I don't know. Just trying to think of a, a, a it's way. It's crazy. You're coming up with this, but. But you're kind of. Are you saying this is like a, hey, you want your boys to enjoy baseball? Yeah, and, it, and the way it's going right now, right? And it, I mean, something's got to salvage the game because it's so now. You know, they're apparently NCAA's decided we're really going to enforce the pitch clock this year. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So, I, I, what is it? Fifteen seconds, I think. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Twenty. So a dude hits the twentieth second, they're going to stop the game. Th- this whole rigmarole, like you know, so now. In an effort to speed the game up, we've created another stoppage in the game, which is going to further slow the game. You know, I, I just don't I, – I, I feel like we're going backwards. I think what, what people want to see is these guys are incredible athletes. Let's watch them be incredible athletes. Let's – I mean, let's incentivize dudes laying out for balls. Let's incentivize a guy dragging and, and you know, racing through first base and you see, you know, a, 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 a third baseman making a hard charge to try to make a play. That, that's way more exciting than than a two run home run, which is why Mully is creating the X X. What do we kick around? XLB XLB X, no XBL a, XBL. There was Extreme. another one that you came up with that was a little better than that. X. Yeah, but uh, which I said, Mully, basically you're playing fantasy baseball at this point. Well, you're basically scoring every basically what we're doing is doing what Cliff Godwin does at practice. Yeah. Now he you know he's not he's not necessarily and he will give points for a diving catch. And the, the the you know the the 
a player gets incentivized by having a gold Department of Defense jersey. And, you know, there's different things that happen. And if you go watch an East Carolina practice, man, they are fast. The games roll. There's, it's, I mean, it is, it is far different than watching a four-hour college baseball. You're game. more entertained by that than the game itself. I, th- I thoroughly enjoy going to practice. Yeah. And I, you know, that's there. I enjoy Tommy's practices. I, but Cliff and his staff and those kids, you watch them in the dugouts when they're split up playing purple gold. They're they've got they get points for the dugout being involved in the game. They get. And I'm not saying that it would go to that level, but I'm saying we need to incentivize more things that result in an explosive athletic effort. Did you uh, hear any of the interviews with the players yesterday? Uh, no, not yesterday. Check them out. I heard the the uh, press con- the uh, media day. Garrett Saylor, uh, Josh Gross, uh, and Carter Spivey yesterday. We'll talk to Josh Moylan, Lane Hoover, and Jacob Jenkins Coward next Monday on the Delcor Players Lounge. So here's my 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 wild card pick for the. It's going to be a huge differentiator for East Carolina baseball. Is Trey Savage? Okay. Good article on him on Hoist the Colors right now titled. Something to the effect of, you know, starter or reliever. What is Trey Savage? Where does ask. he fit in? Yeah, I mean, he's got the big breaking ball. He's, you know, if he he's the guy you always brought in last year with the bases loaded, right? And right. Just and say, he, hey, and he handled out. it that way. Yeah. You know, at, at his age, so now you know, a little older, a little stronger. That breaking ball will play. Um, and, and you know, he's got to he's got to be able to pitch off his fastball with the break make make the breaking ball more effective. But um, that breaking ball is a next level pitch. Molly, enjoyed it, man. Yeah, always. Thanks for hanging out. We'll uh, see you next week. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Studios. We will take a break. Come back. More to go in hour number two of Pirate Radio Live. Sean Payton to Denver. Panthers have their introductory press conference with Frank Wright. And D'Amico Ryans looks like he's on the way to Houston. Things happening in the NFL. We'll uh, tell you what else is going on and look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back for the latest uh, news, interesting stories, and contests that can uh, make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our various social media pa- platforms. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 61,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's clip. All right, Ian Rappaport just tweeted out. Unbelievable. The Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryans again today before he recommitted to the Texans, sources say. When he agreed to terms with the Texans, they moved and finalized Sean Payton. So a lot of jockeying going on uh, when it comes to the coaching carousel. But the way it looks right now, Frank Reich has landed in Carolina, had his press conference earlier today. D'Amico Ryan's on his way to Houston and Sean Payton, uh, Broncos and Saints finalizing their deal. 
with uh, trade picks, uh, draft picks involved to make Sean Payton the next head coach of Russ. Let's ride. <laughs> what if he says Broncos country? Let's ride. Let's ride. So the Broncos basically settled for Sean Payton because there was nobody else out there. Kellen Moore might have been the last head coaching candidate around. Well, he's not. He's with the Chargers. That's why I'm saying. But now he's with the Chargers. Well, there's other candidates out there. I mean, nobody. I, I mean, I guess. Steve Wilkes. Steve, uh, Steve Wilkes is supposedly being courted by the 49ers to be there next DC. Season. Oh, yeah. that'd be a good pickup. Fill in for Ryan's. Ryan's. Yeah. Um, who did I see the name of as well? Either uh, maybe an Eagle or a Chief Coach, perhaps. They could be interviewed. Is Eric sleeping with the enemy? I, I haven't seen his name much at all in the cycle. So, yeah, I can't remember who it was. Who Weren't y'all talking about an Eagles offensive coordinator, though? Uh, Steichen. Steichen? Steichen. I don't know if it's Steichen or... I don't know. Uh, but Steve... Shane Steichen, the okay. offensive coordinator for the Eagles. And then their quarterback's coach is a, is a name that's come up Was as, that uh, Kafka? No. Or is he somewhere else? I don't know where Kafka is. Uh-huh. I, but that's a name that was in the Panthers you know candidate list but brian johnson's a quarter uh the quarterback's coach for the eagles that is being brought up as a potential replacement for hopefully ben mcadoo assuming that he will fire ben mcadoo wasn't brian johnson in acdc why yes it's funny because when you went it's funny because when i went to go uh look him up to look at his you know history and his resume on wikipedia <laughs> that brian i was like oh was that's right waiting. the lead singer for acdc is brian johnson i, I was, was like just, this is gonna be our offensive coordinator i was just waiting for chandler just to, <laughs> i was just waiting for chandler to just go johnson, johnson, johnson. coach what are we running They used to wear the schoolboy outfits on the stage while they were rocking. That would be no. That's their guitarist. Okay. They're, he was they're, they're, Brian so, Johnson was the singer. He was the lead that singer. wore the hat. Yeah. He wore the hat. Yes, but the guitarist was the one that would wear the old school uh, schoolboy outfit. Is Steve Hill listening? I know he would know the name of that guitarist. His uh, name is, is it the, Angus? Angus. Angus. That's Angus, it. Angus, Angus Young. Angus. Yeah. Yeah. It is Angus. I didn't look it up. I was about to, but I didn't. It's Angus. Proof you are about to rock. We salute you. And thank you for saluting me. Mile high salute. Sean Payton will be doing the mile high salute coming up next year. Uh, let's look at, real quick, last night in hoops, uh, Jaden Gardner, some big plays down the stretch. He had 17 points and Virginia's win over Syracuse, number 10, Texas, beat number 11, Baylor, 76-71. to And, man, every night is tough in the Big 12. Texas Tech was 0-8 in Big 12 play. Uh, they were down 17 at the half. They come back and beat Iowa State 80-77 to in overtime. Coming up tonight, Clemson, 20th in the country, is at Boston College. Virginia Tech will be at the U weird line here kansas state is number seven in the country on the road at number eight kansas and kansas is an eight and a half point favorite so a pretty big spread between two top 10 teams there uconn on the road at depaul vandy 
will be taking on Alabama in Tuscaloosa. It'll be West Virginia at TCU, Indiana at Maryland, San Diego State taking on Nevada. Those are your top 25 matchups tonight. Let's see if anything's going on in the American. There is not. We'll have to wait till Wednesday night when East Carolina takes on South Florida. That game will be on ESPNU. They love televising ECU and South Florida for whatever reason. Uh, Tulsa at Cincinnati is 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. SMU at Tulane. Pirates will be back home coming up this weekend against those Mustangs. That's the look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. And uh, one women's uh, game in action tonight. The ECU women's team is in uh, Tampa for a 7 o'clock tip-off against 25th-ranked South Florida. That is a huge game because South Florida is sitting atop the American. They're undefeated in conference 19-4 overall. And uh, East Carolina coming off that tough loss against, uh, was it Memphis? Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Um, So they're looking to get back on track. So they've got a tall, tall task for uh, the Pirates tonight. But they tip off at 7 o'clock. That's on the ESPN+. Plus. Time to play. Guess the line. Yes, sir. Bad news. Good news for you, Shirley. I don't see a line. I'll have Thank to you. look it up elsewhere. Thank you. Let's see. NCAA women's basketball. I suck at that game so bad. Come on. There's got to be one somewhere. Give me something. Oh, I got a line. Up. South Florida undefeated in league play. They have been the beast of the league since uh, UConn left. What is the spread tonight at home? South Florida's at home against East Carolina. South Florida minus eight. Okay, Shirley? South Florida minus ten. All right, well, both of y'all better bet on the Pirates because uh, you like them a lot more than Vegas does. It is South Florida minus 16 and a half. You're kidding me. Oh, boy. Do I look like I'm kidding you right now? You look serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> well, wake up. He is serious. And don't call me. Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> 16 and a half. Good God. Let me look at these South Florida scores. Are they even blowing out gals? Blowing they out They blew gals. out Tulsa, and Tulsa's second in the league. <laughs> and I think, I mean, it wasn't, from what I understand, it was not a close game from what you were told from what i read don't believe everything you read shirley and less of what you hear (laughs) all right since the calendar turned to 2023 south florida has won by 22 23 13 13 2 2 32 that had to have been the tulsa game wasn't it that was ucf oh okay they beat Tulsa by 21. Okay. They beat Memphis by five. And now they got ECU tonight. ECU went toe-to-toe with Memphis last week. South Florida beat them. Now, that was on the road by only five points. So, I don't know. Maybe the Pirates can hang around. But. Well, it also didn't help that we didn't we didn't have a bucket for like six minutes in that game. And that had, that had a lot to do with. Got to get a bucket. Got to get a bucket. You can't go that long without shooting. You know, I've been in Minji's quite a bit in my life and uh, have where we needed a bucket and didn't get a bucket. Mm-hmm. Seems to happen a lot. But... Then they hit the boom, 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 and he say, "Way up, boom, boom," and it makes everything okay. We got to bring that back in full force this weekend. Boom, 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 boom
I want to hear it after yeah. every possession. We were making fun of them because they played it too much. Now they play it too less. And now we're like, <laughs> what are y'all doing? Play it some more. Play Bring it some it more. Back. You know, in NBA games, they like play music during the game. Mm-hmm. As it's going on. We need to play some, uh, some boom boom. And boom. sometimes it's this song. Boom boom. boom. Bring it back, baby. Pirates. Whopper, uh, whopper, whopper, whopper. Gosh. That makes me sick. I, I wonder... Um, highly entertaining. Are Super Bowl commercials still a thing we talk about? They're, they're hyping some of them because there's been a couple of commercials I've seen on television that it says, you know, you'll see like maybe 15 seconds of it and then it'll say... Um, to be continued and then the date of the super bowl so um they're kind of previewing it a little bit super bowl has become a big uh movie tv show trailer deal too almost bigger than commercials it seems like like oh this movie's coming out oh that's coming out thank you that's exactly what i was talking about you really kind of broke it down for me though (laughs) i was just trying to I guess trying to how I do when like that that's how I react when I see I remember oh. right in the like Ooh. Ooh. Oh that movie's coming out <laughs> But man we gotta wait a whole nother year because usually they're like coming in twenty twenty four. You going to Igo's uh, Super Bowl thing this year? I haven't been invited. Oops. Ooh. Yep. Oops. Awkward. I should say what Super Bowl party. Whoops. <laughs> Well, you were Awkward. you were invited to the national championship gathering at Ronnie's. And I'm glad I didn't go. To see and you shut so it can... down. So I don't know. Maybe you're off the guest list now. I, I'm I'm looking for Super Bowl parties to go to. Hey, if you're out there listening, we should do like a. Uh, <laughs> hey, you having a Super Bowl party? Chandler will be there. Come on, you gotta offer the best deal. Yeah. Now Chandler, obviously, money is what always is, welcome. Uh, yes. The BBD. The bigger, bigger and better, better deal. deal. Yeah. All right. So money's good, but we can kind of throw that out. So let what's next important? Is it like TV size? Is it the food spread? Oh, gotta be it's the food gotta spread. be the TV uh, size. Here's what we need to do in the in the next two weeks. I need to go on a visit. Like these recruits <laughs> come to these facilities. Yeah. In college football or college athletics in general, they go and tour facilities. They show off their trophy cases okay. and stuff let me come to your house and you should hey this is the man cave here is our 70 inch tv here is our couch if you could could you get molly to come by with his five-star virtual crew because maybe some maybe you can't get to all these visits yeah uh you could do a virtual tour and then i can have like a hey my signing day's coming up this thursday the thursday before super bowl you narrow it down to like four or five candidates yes and then you you go live and you make a choice you put their uh their houses on uh hats and you pick your hat and then you do the swap i'm going i'm taking my talents to the johnson household i can tell you folks chandler's fun to watch a game with so i think you should uh be interested in this if you need if you need some fun, if you want a local celebrity at your Super Bowl party, Chan Man. I do take pride in that, by the way. 
and B, I have been told by multiple people that they enjoy watching games with me. You're a good game and, watcher. And you know what? That really does make me feel good. Yeah, that's a good skill to have as a, a dude. Or as a woman. That's important. You don't want to be one of those people that's annoying during games. Right. We know those people. Yes, we do. I yell at the yes, TV. That's why I just prefer to stay at home by myself because I scream at the TV. I'm probably annoying during Washington games, but regular games, I'm okay. But Chandler's great. Chandler's elite. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Bryce Williams. I've got a. I'm going to introduce another new game today. We'll see how it goes. We'll do later on in the hour. But uh, we got a lot of football to talk about. Did Bryce Williams, buddy? Cause the Bengals to lose? I think so. We'll ask him when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage Team offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir at Integrity Home Mortgage, proud uh, part of Pirates Supporting Pirates. That's just a lot of P's in that sentence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. We are back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. The well-hydrated Bryce Williams joining us. Oh, let's officially welcome him. If we oh, can, yes, I'm sorry. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. He's the brand new man. He is Bryce Williams, and he knows what time it is. 502, baby. <laughs> Dang, we were the brand new clock. Yes, sir. I thought we, it was going to fix that one. Well, it was unfixable. Uh, uh, uh. Troy, I like your your choice of clocks. That looks nice. All right. So uh, we got you, water. You, is it level there, Bryce? You probably got one in the truck, right? Go see if uh, go put a. I think the right side's a little lower than the left side. It appears that way, but it could be. Sometimes it's an optical illusion, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Well, yeah, it could very well be slightly askew. Shirley Rhodes, uh, credit for the installation of that baby. Nice. She had to drill out. That's why I wanted to make sure that it was level, but it probably isn't. It's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bryce. So water clock. Let's, what what, what else can I ask? What for? else is on your list of demands uh, to boy, keep hey, showing up? We'll. Uh, I'll think of something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. A snack. I need a snack how, how you feel about peanuts peanuts are good we gotta we got some peanuts uh-huh. you know, gonna go crack some that, shells that'd be noisy during the show yeah a little bit and messy so yeah. maybe we'll hold off all right uh got some things to talk about also um i have a new idea for a game that i want to play with you guys later mm-hmm. on in the show uh but first bryce so we've been talking during these playoffs and you give out your 
your picks kind of based on personal relationships who you played with things like that so you've been rooting for you know i guess jimmy g and the niners and you got a connection with the ecu connection deontay smith and, and zay jones previously but you mike hilton you kept bringing up his name so how do you know him so mike is who i train like he was one of the guys i was training in um tennessee whenever i was training he's the same draft class as me so he was training at the same facility i was at d1 all right well are you aware that he basically changed the course of this nfl season and got the Bengals booted from the playoffs uh-oh <laughs> so am i right about this chandler so the whole burrow head joe burrow burrowhead they interviewed him and on the ticker where it says his name it literally said coin the phrase burrowhead so my so mike hilton came up with that name they played at arrowhead stadium their quarterback's joe burrow uh-huh. burrow's three and oh against the chiefs before sunday so everybody's talking about it talking about it well the chiefs go out win the game and then mahomes kelsey every player on the chiefs is talking about go back to cincinnati this ain't no burrowhead this is arrowhead so he inadvertently gave them that extra fuel fire just by coming up with kind of a catchy nickname yikes for the stadium but i thought about that i was like man that's the guy bryce is always talking about right and sure enough dang mike come on bud (laughs) come on you can't hey look you can't give uh that added juice to the opponent right no you, underneath the scene behind the scenes so how, i wonder how much uh do you remember any cases of that bryce when you played maybe it was a conference opponent maybe it was an in-state team where you uh you got some i'm sure you didn't seek it out but did the coaches ever bring up stuff um, like that or the players like hey did you hear what so-and-so said i don't think i ever heard about it. the only thing that came to mind but it wasn't when i was playing was like when the nc state coach said he's like um break our hook thing off oh yeah you know yeah. that's the only thing i remember that wasn't during my time um nothing like that ever came came about that i ever figured out i think like one i can't remember the team but they did like lookalikes oh yeah and uh i was um, that was byu i want to say was it byu dang i think so because i think they made me look like uh like the adams family uh <laughs> Was it Lurch? Lurch. We were talking yeah. about him recently. Actually. Yeah, I think they. I was like Lurch or something. You rang. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, that that's kind of all in good fun, Yeah. I guess. Um, now, I do remember like North Carolina when y'all beat them down in 13 on the road. Uh, after the game, it was all, well, we didn't take them seriously. All that stuff they say. Yeah. Right? We didn't take them seriously. So going into that next year, I guess they took you seriously that time and they gave up 70 in the second time around. <laughs> but, like, I was like, well, what are they going to say after this game? And was his name Tim Scott? Yeah. I want to say. He, all he could say was, yeah, they just kept spanking us. Like, <laughs> there was, they had run out of excuses, run out of things to say. It was finally refreshing just to hear them say, yeah, they just whooped their tails. Yeah. It's like, come on. Stop trying to hide it. Because 55 the, the year before wasn't enough. That was right. that won't real. That was right. But uh, that's 70 the second mm-hmm. time. I, where did I? What is there a way? Did he make it on any teams? I, I feel Who? like I came across him one time. Tim Scott. Yeah, oh. I feel like I did it. Um, I cannot remember. I, I'm a gut feeling. I feel like I came across him at one time. 
so he oh, did some off season practice squad stuff. Cowboys, Browns, Washington, Giants, Cardinals. That's where it was. Cardinals? I think, I think it was at the Cardinals. Did you talk to him? Did no, you say something about no, it? No, I think he wasn't there very long. Uh, but yeah, that's where I remember coming across myself. Hmm, I know you. <laughs> yep, put up some points on you back uh-huh. in the day. All right, so it was a blowout in Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. man, just uh, a weird deal, Bryce. You ever played a game where your quarterback couldn't physically throw a pass? That happened on Sunday. Purdy went out, Johnson went out, Purdy came back in, but all he could do was hand it off. He has a torn UCL, so that you just don't see that happen. No, not at all. Um, thankfully, we never had to that point. I was, you know, if they were, I was probably emergency quarterback lined up secretly so you know could you have gone in to <laughs> maybe throw some mm, probably uh, probably not how far do you think uh, you could throw a football like in your prime um let's say accuracy wasn't could, an issue um i think i could throw it i mean at least 50 yeah okay at least 50 yards all right back in the prime i don't know about now yeah maybe 40 there was a time back in your prime when you could really yeah. lay it down mm-hmm. you and toby i could almost do a big bend if it came across it now what's that mean you know like a hail mary play oh we you mean it, the play it, big ben we call it a big ben i thought you were talking about ben roethlisberger oh no <laughs> uh the big ben that is another term for yeah. the uh that the old hail mary in the other game um Bengals chiefs a lot of people were talking about the refs but chiefs uh did end up winning the game so it'll be chiefs eagles you got a ton of great storylines yeah uh you've got andy reed versus the eagles that's awesome mm. you've got the kelsey brothers travis yep. versus jason uh first time two black quarterbacks were starting in the super bowl against one another uh so like ton of storylines for this game oh yeah um and of course i was thinking well those chiefs are in and eagles so who am i gonna pull for the only somewhat connection i have is with but butker he was uh at the panthers when i was at the panthers but obviously having limbo joseph and um Minshew, which i've never actually met either of them i don't think but <laughs> yeah you know, joseph was before Minshew was after yeah so i never met him but obviously going there i like their uniforms and helmets a little better too and you know I'm kind of tired of the Chiefs, anyways. Boy, the Pirate Radio Troll Department was putting in some work, um, putting up the post about congratulations to former Pirates Linville Joseph and Gardner Minshew. If you want um, reactions and comments, all you got to do is mention Gardner Minshew in DC, <laughs> and people lose their minds. He ain't a pirate. He left. He ain't. Stop putting this over there. Uh, speaking of comments, I wanted to see. Um, I wanted to read some of the comments because <laughs> we put up a post about uh, Scotty Montgomery potentially joining oh the Panthers. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> uh How would you feel about that, Chandler? Not good. I'd look, the guy, he's a fine like football coach. He wasn't a good head him, coach. Do I want him calling offensive plays and we're trying to improve the <laughs> offense that has stunk? Okay, no. maybe not. Can we not get a better quality coach? Yes. I don't know. He might be the best one available. Oh. Uh, let me see if I can find these comments. So uh, let's see what we got here. Um, Scotty Montgomery, one of four possible candidates uh, to be the offensive coordinator for the Panthers. Susan said, oh, my God, Tepper is trying to break my Panther loyalty. 
uh kyle says you mean that bleep that bench gardner Minshew in favor of a washed up injured duke quarterback uh <laughs> referring to uh thomas cirque i believe oh 93 of these comments baby um mike uh, he should court pep hamilton charlotte guy and experienced offensive coordinator brian says that would be a death sentence david says oh hell no uh lewis says i'll quit watching carolina and never spend a dime if they hire that dude in any capacity jeez Uh, the restaurant itself tiebreaker said oh no (laughs) when you got a building like a building an establishment is texting saying oh no yikes sam says is one of the lifelong pirates who is also a panthers fan not only no but hell no to that frank himself was a good hire but scotty seriously uh james says i honestly believe montgomery was put there to destroy the pirates football program and that's what he did while he was there maybe the same for the panthers chad says he couldn't run a concession stand another chad says train wreck how does this guy keep a job steve says please for god's sake no colby says hell no keep him away from any team i care about can you can you keep saying like the comments and w- what you think their voice sounds like? Sure, Lisa said, saw the headline and knew the comments would be gold. <laughs> She's right about that. Uh, Landon says Carolina going to lose every game from now on. <laughs> Dale says that would be the dumbest hire ever. <laughs> Ours was the second dumbest hire ever, but we didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Judy says that would be a continued mistake. Frank says he stay rent free in some of y'all's heads. Ah, uh, so there you go. Bobby says. I think y'all are being too hard on uh, Scotty Montgomery. What? Your whole you, you just you hired I'm a not, guy. I'm just saying I don't want him as our head coach. You just. Well, he's not. Frank Reich is. As the offensive coordinator, I should say. By the way, Frank Reich just got fired. Y'all are happy to have him? Scotty didn't get fired. He knows how to hold on to a job. (laughs) (laughs) He knows how to fail up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, look, this happens in in football. You just see these same guys over and over again get jobs. They get fired by one place. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm Mm-hmm. And folks, Scotty Montgomery could be your treasure uh-huh. if the price is right. Know. How about um Oh, let me uh find the uh ECU no context because I know they posted it. Pretty cool uh picture. Speaking of Bryce Williams. Bryce, this is from the uh other day. You've got Holden Aylers and Jeff Fisher hanging oh, out yeah. at the uh at the podium together. Holden Aylers, cool. MVP of the NFL PA uh-huh. Bowl. That is, well, three postseason games for Aylers uh-huh. now and three MVPs. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's, I mean, That's doing all he can to raise I, his stock. I tell you, I would think that would help his stock in some form or fashion, most definitely. So that is cool. Yeah, and uh, and great for him. We'll see if he gets a combine invite like Keaton Mitchell and uh, C.J. Johnson did. Did we talk since Keaton Mitchell? We probably have since uh, he's been invited to the combine. But I don't know how, if we have. how big is that, Bryce? I mean, eyeballs are already on him. Yeah. But man, you, you've got like the world watching now when you, uh, you go to that oh, combine. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, of course, I think a lot of people are anxious to see. He, you know, he you know, run a fast forty. Um, 
which obviously they are in love with. So um, I'm, I'm excited to watch them um, run the 40 and everything. And obviously you get, you get to interact with head coaches, you know, position coaches. I mean, some guys get, you know, interviewed by solely head coaches, like into your own private, like, meeting and stuff. And then you meet different position coach. You pretty much meet all 32 position coaches for the most part. Um, during that time as well, so he'll have a lot of interaction. Um, you got Bill comment. Belichick looking through the wrong side of binoculars. I want to say that famous picture is from the combine, if I'm not mistaken. Oh God, <laughs> I didn't know that. Why are these guys so far away? Um, but yeah, awesome uh, for Keaton and yeah. CJ. Hopefully, yeah. uh, they can put on some big performances. Obviously, a lot of stuff to do there, but we'll be kind of most focused on what keaton runs in that 40. yeah yeah most definitely that's how chris johnson got his oh, name yeah and there. i'm sure he'll i'm i'm kind of betting let's see obviously laser time's tricky they make you hold it forever but i mean he'll work on it he's fast regardless i'm going what four what do they say is four threes is that right yeah so john cj ran a four, four two, two four. four yeah which was a record at the time yeah, and it's been forever. Beat by john ross yeah, yeah four point two um, two but Keaton, I'm assuming four like three. A, I'm, I mean, I would think he runs a four three. Goodness gracious! What is his body weight? I never know who his body weight is. Regardless, I mean, he's proven it doesn't really matter. But I was just curious. Let's see what he's listed at. If you'd like, CJ was like two oh five or something. CJ Johnson. Oh, you want Keaton? I mean, or, my uh, bad. You Chris, Chris Johnson. Johnson. There's so many. Seats. So whose weight do you want? Keaton's. All right. Keaton, Keaton is listed at. 184 184 so, yeah shoot can't catch him i mean <clears throat> which well, he's proven that so yes sir i don't know what uh chris johnson ever weighed but i'm looking it up right now you get that for me chandler way to go buddy uh we do have some more comments um he we, was 511 200 pounds 200 yeah. uh jansen says if scotty moe is our offensive coordinator i'm no longer a panthers fan mm uh tj says scotty moe at oc come on man what are we even doing out here man what are we doing out here man 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 come on man come on man come on man get a job get a job get a job man what are we even doing man not a job jansen says bo jackson has the fastest unofficial time of 4.12 i believe uh that's not true jansen i unofficially ran a 4.04 one time but that's unofficial i actually saw unofficially mm. unofficially Bo, the legend of Bo. alright let's take a break Jerry says Carolina would have the best weeks of practices ever till game day <laughs> Coach Mo, throwback <laughs> well, uh, you are terrible Panther Nation you are the, the real deal. deal the moron of the month Shirley what? that's not nice Let's take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hey, Shirley. Hey, Clip. Chandler Honeycutt here. Bryce Williams to my left. Let's see. First kickoff return in uh, Super Bowl history happened on this day 40 years ago. Mm. As Shirley's uh, Dolphins took it back on my Washington Redskins. Mm. Mm. Controversy there. 98 yards to the house. This was done again uh, by what player in the Super Bowl? Opening kickoff return for a touchdown. Devin Hester. Say it slower. Devin Hester. Oh, gurgle. Correct. You are correct. <laughs> Devin Hester uh, took one back for the Bears against the Duck Colts. Uh, Colts ended up winning that Super Bowl. All right. Um, Bryce was checking some news during the break. If you're just tuning in and haven't heard, Sean Payton will be the next Broncos head coach. Uh, Broncos sending picks to New Orleans in order to get Sean Payton. D'Amico Ryans will go from uh 49ers defensive coordinator to texans head coach frank reich was introduced today had his introductory press conference in charlotte as the new panthers head coach so some moves being made in the nfl filling out those slots Mm -hmm. brass um chandler just left he had a good he had an interesting uh 40 yard dash story during the break i don't know why he didn't tell it on the air it's a good that's a good on-air story chandler let's hear it let's hear it well so I back home uh, for all the pirate fans out there. If you remember Jarris McPhail back in the mid '90s, being the running back here at ECU, a he cup of from, coffee with the Dolphins, I believe. He played. Uh, I want to say a couple years with them. Um, all right, two cups of coffee and uh, a whole pot, if you want to, if you will. <laughs> hey, a little pot of deep. <laughs> hey, 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 you know hey, what hey. I'm talking about? Anyone got any cream? But anyway, so for the people that are wondering, what is Jarris McPhail up to now? He owns a gym called gridiron and he opened it up in in uh clinton and he opened one up in roseboro um which is near my house and i would go there in high school to train for football and stuff and he had this article in the uh in the gym and it said that like the the headline for the article was mcphail breaks stopwatch uh 4.19 recorded 40 yard dash Mm. for like in for the Dolphins training camp or something. Um, it was an article that was literally framed in his in his gym. Now, that so, newspaper that article came from was the Daily McPhail. It had, I mean, <laughs> or like, I don't know. But the, I just remember, I, I remember looking Jarris at that. Illustrated. I remember looking at that and thinking, there is no <laughs> way. Like, I'll respect, I'll respect to Jarris McPhail, but like, there's no way. Mm. There is a way. I mean, the guy might have just... Uh, taking a little bit of time to hit the stopwatch like is he, there a world record 40 yard dash bryce like laser i'm glad you asked because i'm curious um i know when chris johnson ran it and and had his record he ran through like some string 
So fastest forty yard dash ever. That's just NFL. Like I would like to ah Olympian Maurice Green. Uh that's like sixty meter run. Let's see. Fastest forty yard dash ever. Let's see what they got for us here. And can you give me a list so yeah, I don't have to yeah, read all these I words? God, I'm gonna have to read words. I don't like reading. No, I just like lists. I, I like hate reading points. words. Come on, man. Like I, I love reading, but I hate reading words. It's 2023. I ain't got time to read stuff. Mm-hmm. Why instant. do I gotta read stuff? Now it's explaining like what Goodness clocks goodness. do. I tell you what. Um. Yeah, I'm not reading all this. Mm-mm. Forget about it count me out forget about it let's see the top 11 fastest 40 yard dashes in the nfl oh and this is gonna make me click 429 fabian washington jacoby ford clemson wide receiver 428 jj nelson uab 428 uh jalen myrick 428 i think jj nelson was at the cardinals when i was yep he played for the cardinals tyrone calico 4.27 Stanford route 4.27. Marquise Goodwin, he's a burner. 4.27. He was uh was he an Olympian? I think he was a track star as well. Jerome Mathis 4.26. Dre Archer 4.26. CJ 2K 4.24. John Ross 4.22. So I believe that is the fastest to date. John Ross who kind of flamed out in the NFL, but uh chris johnson still up there number two right now mm. so i did look up it's the sun centennial.com <laughs> i looked up jairus mcphail 40 yard dash you can do it yourself google it up jairus mcphail 40 yard dash 4.19 seconds i believe you mm. fastest man alive and Ch- and he turned chandler into the athlete he is today <laughs> yes right. he did that's right running back jairus mcphail retained his title as the dolphins fastest player with a stunning time of 4.19 seconds in the 40-yard dash mm. i'm a former long snapper so. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of kickoff returns for touchdowns scott says desmond howard was that an opening kick or was that just a kick because i know jermaine lewis also had a kickoff return that was to start the second half I, or maybe i'm wrong but it was not the opening kickoff. He had one for Baltimore and their Super Bowl win over the Giants. I do remember that. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, I kind of like introducing games here on Tuesdays with Bryce just to see if anything sticks. I like them. We're going to do uh, a new one here. This is um, this is going to be name that tune style. Oh. So I'm going to tell you how many answers there are available for me to give you to like a starting point, and you and I'm going to give you the genre of the question genre and um and you're gonna say i can answer that in five teams and then it's on the next person i can answer it in four or you say name the answer uh, do you understand that so all right, all right for example uh your first category will be a conference mm-hmm. i'm gonna name schools in a conference oh okay starting with probably the least obvious ones uh up to the most obvious ones so uh, we'll start the bidding at um let's see yeah i can't see them they kind of i gotta look away <laughs> 15 so i'll start it at 15 so bryce uh it's on you to say you know i can one, name it in one right huh I can name it in what? In 15 schools. 
Exactly. If I name 15 schools, you can name this conference. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you want 15? Uh, I think I could do it in five. five. <laughs> okay. I think. All right. Five. We go to Shirley. Now, Shirley, Bryce says five. You can either say name that conference or you can say I can name it in four. And, and the okay so i could probably name it less actually what was the question again you are i am going to name schools you are okay. going to tell me what conference that school p- plays in oh, bryce right God, now I suck at that bryce has the number at five you can either say bryce name that conference or you can say i can name that conference in four schools can i revert something sure. name that conference bryce <laughs> what I, were you gonna I say mean, i feel like i could do it in two or three now this is this is like this is college basketball. Oh golly, I thought we were doing football. <laughs> Would oh, you geez. like to raise your number up and start over? Yeah, we'll do six. All right, Shirley, up, name your conference. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh god, Chandler, you can participate. I was in the next football one. this whole time. My bad. All right, your five schools, Bryce. Mm. I'm gonna just name the last five in the standings right now. Loyola Chicago, oh, <laughs> LaSalle, <laughs> Davidson. Rhode Island, St. Joe's. Mm, Davidson kind of gives me some hope. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to go Colonial Athletic. Mm, Good guess, but that is incorrect. Chandler, do you know it? It's not SoCon, is it? Nope. Uh, Richmond, George Mason, Duquesne, UMass, St. Bonaventure, George Washington, Fordham, Dayton, VCU, St. Louis are all in the Atlantic 10. I could have named them all and you wouldn't have got it. No, I didn't know there was an Atlantic 10. <laughs> all right. For this next one, we'll start with you, Chandler, since you didn't participate last time. I'm going to name singles by a uh, a music group. Okay. And mm. you're going to have to name that band. Mm. I'm going to start with, let's see, um, two, four, six, eight nine ten eleven we'll go with uh, the first uh bid will be 11 i can name it in the first six songs okay bryce can you name it in five or do you want him to name that band i think i could uh name that band you're going to name that band i think all right I th- I wanna, yeah i want to see if you can do it all right chandler your songs are longview brain stew welcome to paradise when i come around <laughs> holiday i already know it when i and come basket case is that when i come around song when i come around can't answer that for you oh i don't know the name of the band oh come on all right that well could you have got it if i said american idiot well that's fitting good riddance 21 guns boulevard of broken uh, dreams uh, no, no, no. I don't wake know. me up before september ends wake me up when one. september ends when september I know this one. you don't know is it uh does it involve a color what it yes. does. green day oh yeah oh, you are killing me man green day Oh. green day when i come around american <laughs> idiot <laughs> okay yeah, you know all right uh so now 
I'm going to name models of a car company, and you're going to tell me that company. Who, me? Uh, we're going to start this time with, let's see, Shirley. Okay. i got to figure out which ones I want to name here. Uh, I feel pretty confident. So there's five here. I don't want to do those. I guess eight. Um, we'll go with starting bid. Uh, will be at, at nine. You can go nine or below. Six. All right, Chandler. You can say name that car company or five. Name that car company. You're giving her six. Yep. Mm. All right. Um. Bryce, you can help me pick out the least known names here, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, we'll start with that one. That one or... Oh, actually, I think I want to go that one. All right, Shirley. Your first one is The Leaf. The your leaf. second one is... Um, you said Leaf? Leaf. Uh-huh. Your second vehicle... Nissan. Dang. You got it. Dang. Why did you say wait, Chandler? Oh, because I I thought she I thought you were going to keep on going. I was, but she got it on the first one. Wow. Uh we were gonna go kicks, Murano. And probably Nissan Murano. Whatever that is. Yeah. The only reason I know that is because recently every once in a while I get on Facebook Marketplace just to see what stuff is out there. What is a Nissan Leaf? And someone had a Nissan Leaf for sale and I had never seen one before and so I was curious about it so I was kind of looking around and seeing what kind of car it is and that kind of thing because I I believe it's their electric vehicle or hybrid. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. All electric vehicle, yep. Yeah, so I was quite curious about it so I was kind of looking at it and kind of reading the specs on it and when you said leaf i was like i think that's nissan huh. the nissan that's leaf pretty good all right that has been my version of name that tune i like that that's cool that's your version of name that tune. i only came up with three. Oh, i wanted to do another one um let's take a break i got one more uh category we can do all right, all right. uh and we'll go pirate radio outdoors oh we need to make somebody a winner let's do that right uh, now yeah, hold on. Open up boom 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 i live here say booty bag booty bag what are we giving away today? $10 gift card to Familia. Familia. What color? Seven. Color seven. 317-1250. Our final winner of January. January. We will be back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the license professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. 
Enjoy your visit, love your transformation. And congratulations to Lonnie Kinker of Chesterfield, VA. Got a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food, whether it's New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parm, or the delicious homemade desserts. Familia is a winning play every time. For dine-in or takeout, make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now back into the show. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Super Tuesday. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Bryce Williams hanging out. All right, real quick, I got two more rounds uh, to go. We'll do a quick sports one, and then we'll do an entertainment. So, real quick, uh, two, four, six, seven. Uh, the starting bid is seven. You're going to have to name a Power Five college football school, and I'm going to name their head coaches since 2000. Mm. And all you have to do is name that school, and Bryce. Uh, you can go seven or lower. I'm, I'm, I want to pride myself a little bit, but I'll go, I'll go five. All right, Shirley, you want to go four or tell Bryce to name that school? Name that school. All right, you guys stink at this game. I was, no, because I, 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 I know. I want Bryce to say seven, so then we can actually go around and play. We haven't gone around and played the entire time. Also, if I say seven, <laughs> then Shirley will probably say six, and then Chandler could say. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Y'all play how you want to play. It's just frustrating to me because <laughs> I want y'all to play. Oh. All right, so we're going how many? Five? Five. All right, Bryce. Power five school. Let's do that. Gary Barnett, Dan Hawkins, John Embry, Mike McIntyre, and Mel Tucker are the coaches. Golly. Is this the same school? They're all at the same Power 5 school. My God, Since 2000. And that was in order. Gary Barnett. I was hoping I'd get uh, the Florida State Duggum. Nobody said it was easy. Except uh, Coldplay said that. Can I get a conference? Should we give him a conference? Chandler? Sure, you want to give it to him? I. This is if I think. This I'll is, let you. I, can I I'll let con- Chandler tell you the conference he thinks it is? Okay. Pac-12. He's right. Oh God. He's right. Who's in there? Okay, Pac-12. I'm gonna say this. I think Bryce has been to this state. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go. Now remember, I said I think you have, not I know you have. Pac-12. Pac-10's more. That's Northwest teams. Pac-12 is a little more south, I think. Wait, the Pac-12 is I mean, the Pac-10. Wait, what? Yeah, Pac-10. <laughs> it's the same conference. It's the same thing. They just added two teams yeah. to other the Pac-12. <laughs> right. I was making sure you were paying attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm focusing. I'm focusing. Yeah. Yeah. That was totally that was trickery there. Um, Bryce, God. I want to say you went on a, a vacation to this state. I've been... God, I've covered pretty a lot of places over there. Ah, you know, I'm going. You might have went skiing there or something. I think. Dang, I've never been skiing over there. Oh. Okay, well maybe. Maybe I thought. Where did I go? Did I go on a party? I thought no. I thought you went skiing, but I was wrong. I could have swore. I could have swore. The only place I've ever been skiing is in the Big Twelve. So, which was who? He's a Big 12 skier. Which was where? 
West Virginia. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so I was just going yeah, Let's say you were going skiing out somewhere different. Where would you go? Okay, I'd probably go to Cal Tahoe, Lake Tahoe. Um, <laughs> what state would Tahoe? you go? I'd go to um What's a good skiing state? Utah you know? is a That's pretty good. Club. They're in the Pac twelve, but Colorado's Colorado. Yeah. Oh, Colorado. So Colorado. Your other two coaches were Carl, Dur- Carl Durrell and Deion Sanders. See, you could have said Deion Sanders. Well, sure, but, but you said five, Brian. You said five. I should have said 28. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. So you didn't go to Colorado? Uh, I've been to the airport, but I've never like been. <laughs> you should have said, I believe you went to the airport. I made up time. a fake Bryce Williams, uh, Bryce Williams fact in my brain that he went skiing in Colorado. I wish. Aspen. You did go skiing not too long ago. Vail, right? Colorado. So where did you go when you went on a trip? West Virginia. West by God, Virginia. Well, I had no idea what the school was until you said Mill So Colorado okay. used to be in the Big 12. So when you said that, I thought oh, you were really? thinking they were still there. Oh. And we're going to say it, but no. Dang. All right. Um, Chandler, I'm going to name uh, a whole bunch of movies, and you're going to tell me Adam Sandler. who starred in it. <laughs> Bryce, don't look. Oh, I can't look? No, you're in the game. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know I was going to still be in the game. I yeah, thought. yeah, we're going around. Oh. We'll start it at like 15 or so. Okay. Chandler, what's your number? Do a high number for Cliff. I'll do 10. All right, Bryce, do you want nine or do you want him to name that actor? I'm going to play the game. I'm gonna play go, the game, baby. I'm going to go, I want nine. All right, Shirley. Shirley. Seven. Oh! oh! Now we're playing. Oh, now we're playing. God, now we're playing. Hey, you thought that was cool? <laughs> Give me six! Oh! Give me six! <laughs> what do you want? Cinco! Cinco! Oh! Cinco! Yeah. He it's said, good. oh, four? No, no five. 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 You need to go to Quattro. class. Quattro. All right, all right, Y'all are crazy. All right, all right. Name that movie. Or name that actor. All right, yeah. name Actress. that actor. Four? Oh, so I'm naming the actor or the movie? You're naming an yeah, actor yeah. that is in all these movies. Okay, go and for you've it. Only, and you only get four. All right. That was fun. <laughs> Here's the actor, Bryce. So now i got to pick movies we kind of know uh, that aren't obvious. Uh, yes. Uh. All right, so Body of Lies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you think that one? The Aviator. Or some, and probably... That's, that's one of my favorites, so I'm going to go with that. Catch Me If You Can. Leonardo DiCaprio. That one gave it away. That was too easy. Yeah. What was the fourth one? Um, oh, that was what's eating Gilbert Grape? I didn't say that because I knew that's, that was in your uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, that's in my wheelhouse. Inception? I loved that movie. Um, do you think she would have known? Would you have known The Revenant? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen. I've that seen one. a good chunk of his movies. Django Unchained. Yep. Definitely the ba- seen the that basketball one. Basketball Diary. Yeah, yep. that's in her because it's got Mark Wahlberg in it too. Isn't the Revenant, Revenant the one where he like cuts open that thing? Yep. And gets it? That's the one the he finally the got a Oscar, Oscar for. One. How about The Quick and the Dead? Yep. Dang quick and the Dead. I want a stumper. What about? I didn't know he was an orphan. Now I don't that think one, he is. Is he like a writer or something of that, or a producer? Uh, he wasn't in the movie, was he? That one I'm not familiar with. No, I wonder why he's listed as that. Titanic. He was in that one. He must have like a Romeo re- and Juliet. Oh yeah, with Claire Danes. Yeah, interesting. Producer. Yeah, I knew he wasn't an actor in it. If we're gonna do Pirate Radio Outdoors, we need to hurry up and do it. Take a break. 
come back pirate radio outdoors to wrap up today's edition of pirate radio live we are back with you after these words You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good day on the stock market. The Dow was up 368 points and closed at 34,086. The NASDAQ was up 190 at 11,584. The S&P was up 58 at 4,076. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. We'll close it out with some Pirate Radio Outdoors with Bryce Williams. Bryce, uh, what you been up to this past week outside? Well, I guess you wouldn't say it's a sad day, you know, because, you know, it's always New Year hunting. But today was the last day of duck season, hmm. and I was fortunate enough to go this morning. So that was good. I got to end uh, the season with killing some redheads, so that was exciting to uh, be able to do that. Because my besides killing the swan, I feel a good little goose hunt. But besides that, the duck season hasn't been all that uh, much to write home about. So I was glad to have a good ending last day with a bird I've never killed before, was which is a redhead. So um was happy about that and then i was able to go in the woods last this past friday but like i said that was nothing to even unfortunately write write to mom about about how i did so um now it's squirrel rabbit and then obviously come into i think may or the very end of april will be deer uh, turkey season so all right we got some things to look forward to and then obviously fishing is year round so that'll be priority now my uh video of the week to show bryce is this guy that opens his door and a deer walks into his house and he feeds it have you seen this thing and i want to say that it happens often because i saw the same guy holding a watermelon and the guy feeding it to this deer that just walks up and walks into his uh front door it's like it's almost domesticated that is interesting that is very strange so instead of doing the tree stand and doing all that, all you, you gotta do is have some fruit. Entice them with some fruit and yeah. watermelon. You might not want to shoot it at that point, though. Might I know, I might make buddy. a connection because I mean I would shoot that deer. I mean he He's got a lot of uh points. Yeah, he's outside the ears. There you go. Bryce Williams, thanks for joining us. Thank y'all for having me. We'll talk to you uh next week. Sounds good. Shirley Chandler, we'll see you fine people coming up Wednesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to you then. Coming up, if you missed it yesterday, we've got our Pirate Radio Players Lounge presented by Delcor, our interviews with Josh Gross, Garrett Saylor, and Carter Spivey. That's on the way next if you're listening to our live edition. We'll see you tomorrow. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.